So, before we begin today's foray, thanks, of course, to Paizo for sponsoring our adventures here on their network. <laughs> Obviously, they're the ones that made the, all of this. Quest for the Frozen Flame, the game that we're playing, you know, the Pathfinders. They didn't make the cameras. They did make the Twitch channel, though. They made the tw they made all of this being the game. <laughs> Obviously. Wait, Paizo created Twitch? They made cool Paizo cards. built this house, actually. Yeah. Paizo built yeah, this, this studio, and uh, they their carpenters created this table. They have these a factory where outfits. they made all of these all dice. Of yeah. yeah, their wardrobe department. They're actually like a together. cyberpunk megacorp. <laughs> <laughs> They're like in everything. I was about to say, Paizo gave me a reason to leave my house. They so. actually installed <laughs> the plumbing. They gave me this water that I can drink while we're playing. Yeah. Um, they made the cups. Did Paizo make the Cups? They made the they made the phones. So you got everything. Yeah, they made this phone that I use that I can see the chat on uh, Paizo.twitch.tv because they own the internet company <laughs> that we're streaming to, also providing the internet to this studio as well and the electricity. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think we took that as far as it could go. I think yeah. I think like, at that point, other than like we have to rain our air that we're breathing, I'm not really sure where else to go uh, from that point. <laughs> they made the earth we're on. Well, all seriousness. Thank you, Paizo. Thank you, Second Pizzo. edition is freaking great. It is. Amazing. You love second edition. I freaking love second edition. Pathfinder. I loved first edition, but man, I freaking love second edition. Wait until you try third edition. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know like where you can go from this. Yeah, this is just like, awesome. This is, this is Five a system. actions. <laughs> <laughs> well, gotta go back and make a new video. <laughs> <laughs> I had to rename my YouTube series. But no, like seriously. <laughs> The problems, like like most complaints people had about 1E, and I'm not here to start edition wars, but like most complaints that I had at least about first edition are intrinsic to the system, and it's like kind of hard to address. It's hard to deal with yeah. the level of complexity, like how hard it is to onboard a new player with how complex players are, mm. um, how easy it is to make like a totally defunct level one character that just doesn't even function. Monkey lunge. Like that's monkey lunge. That's, that's hard. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, it's those are hard to fix without like big systemic overhauls but i can't think of a thing like is this system absolutely perfect no like everything can be improved but the things that i can think of are much more minor generally like individual ways that single rules are handed or like balancing things most of the suggestions that online can... that i've seen on how to improve pathfinder second edition actually makes the game worse so yeah I think it's, 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 it's short-sighted yeah. things like yeah. you're, you're like i fixed x by doing y and you're like well and they don't realize that ruins the entirety of z yeah kind of thing oh, or like no, that you, you know I, I think it's all of Derp's no, suggestions. It's a, it's actually, about, no, no, every idea Derp has ever had. So talking, we should like, really give casters runes like marshals. So I literally <laughs> don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you could make like even a theoretical Pathfinder three that is better than this. I don't even know. It's not like I put a ton of thought into this because the system is freaking fantastic. But oh, like, yeah. I I don't have, I cannot even think of like a system level complaint that I could lodge. It's it's freaking great. I love this game. Pathfinder 3, you get five actions, everyone goes at the same time. You spin <laughs> Whoever action. can scream their actions yeah. the loudest goes no, first. You spin an action to interrupt someone else. Now it's, it's your turn. It's Slapjack, the RPG. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only rules. You get five actions, everyone goes at the same time. Loudest wins. The closest thing that I can think of, and, and this is like tabletop like fantasy d20 heresy is 
And I will fuck- I will die on this hill. I will fight people for this. I, the, I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever you're gonna the say. The only reason core stats are even still a thing is because they're grandfathered in at this point. I think, I think we have moved beyond the need for strength, dex, con, int, whiz, charisma. I like but, it. But they are so, like, iconic central building block to the system that that's like... But Squid... Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, like taking the D20 Squid, away. How, how do I know who I am without that, though? I think between, like, proficiency... I don't know Between I'm proficiency, you could make a simpler core system. Because we've reached a point but where it's especially prevalent in casters. But how do I know how strong I am? You have your stat. It's called athletics. That is the thing that you do. No, no, that's how athletic I am. You could make this, like, three things down from six, I think, pretty easily. I think you could probably throw them out entirely. I think you, if not get rid of them entirely, I literally think you can mash Ant Wisdom and Charisma into one ball at this point. No, I can't. No. No, no. You could make it brain. But three this is brain. This is yeah, this is wilder now. This is wilder now. We're out there in like the theoretical quantum physics of D twenty systems. Stop! We have to think later. I've made a mistake. I've given Nick an idea. Make Dude, your chart you just open the can physical, of worms and now and then add like spiritual. The man's gonna show up with a homebrew treatise next week of, of like. I want to see if I can get rid of course stats. How to remove things? Still work. You're an idiot. Stop thinking. <laughs> Just have proficiency levels in physical and squid. Just, I really think squid, proficiency can take it over entirely. You just ruined my marriage. Nick, focus. Ah. Quest of the Frozen oh, Flame. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. We're not theory crafting insane homebrew right now. Don't that comes me later. Get my <laughs> that comes later. <laughs> Didn't we like just almost get me killed? And, and... last week, no, yeah. you almost got you killed. Yes, I was doing it for the family. You did a great job. Thanks. Last week, you got you got bonked pretty hard. That was you on got, purpose. Uh, Somebody had to take the, take it this time, and it was me. Someone had to get bonked, I we, suppose. It's it's a rotation. We've made our way, following the last wishes of the late grandfather Sven Elder of the Broken Tusk, following of our clan, uh, on the run to the east, to an old ancestral site that was once the closest thing to a divinely ordained purpose that the Tusks had. That the Burning Mammoths had when that was still our name, when we were still one. Red Cat Cave, the site of an ancient spirit beholden to the Broken Tusks protecting a relic, uh, an artifact of unknown power, but incredible significance that disappeared generations ago. On the run now, there is little else for us to do than return here and hope that perhaps this ancient spirit of our people may have some guidance. We found the cave, uh, not abandoned. It was settled by an impressive number of little horrors. Well, they're not horrible. They're little naked. Put, put the picture. Put the picture. Little, <laughs> little, <laughs> little pink frogs. I will let you be the decision. <laughs> Look, they're rat moles. The pink they're monsters. Little, those frogs. are mole rats. They're prehistoric. They are kind of toothy mole rats. They're like they're like more lizardy, <laughs> bitey mole rats <laughs> with very bright eyeballs. This is the Small remnants of first edition kobolds. Jury pa paparazzi <laughs> mole rats. The abandoned corpse of one e kobolds. I will absolutely take that. <laughs> yeah. Buried deep beneath the world and forgotten, <laughs> in favor of the cute, there weird, triangular-headed goobers. <laughs> the second edition onboarded. I also love them. I, will, I, I will. love new kobolds. I'll protect them with my life. But Little shovel these things. things, while we initially um, 
they were obviously hostile, defensive of their nest, weren't massively aggressive. And as we start today's adventures, we are bringing back a strange little hat. I got a little leather arming cap with a divot atop it, the very crest of the thing with a smoldering little candle set within, seeming to be made of plain wax with a traditional wick. Uh, the flame still flickering, but brightly casting off far more light than a candle has any right to. As I assume, we bring it back into the underground lake where we had met this. It's ours now. Other strange denizen of the cave, a water spirit lurking within this underground Water lake. elemental. She's mostly attractive. Those are as far as we're concerned, they're like, basically the same thing. Interchangeable words. It's a person made out of water. It's a person made out of it's water. It's not a goose. That's what matters. It's not a goose. Not it a hasn't goose. honked aggressively at us. I mean, I'm happy it with it. It has not acid splashed anyone for mm -hmm. all of their health immediately. She's kind of been flirting with me. She's just been hanging out on the edge of the lake and is quick to uh, return. In fact, seeming like she hadn't even left, uh, kind of pushed, uh, propped up on her forearms on the shore eagerly awaiting as she sees the light coming on the tunnel. We've, we found the hat. And it suddenly seems that simple. Well, These strangers to this cavern, uh, mortal folk from the world above arrive and mere minutes later have returned with this wonderful prize. He broke my nose. He it was a terrible and far from weak creature uh, you're oh geez we need to fix that um i'm just saying uh, it's i've oh. had that happen before hold still please don't <laughs> don't if you do it i will <laughs> don't let amka touch me right now i have a feather are you gonna tickle me with it it's gonna kind of like poke it a little bit and then Toss it on the ground, and it goes and turns into a holly bush. Oh. Oh. What an interesting little bit of magic you have. Just. I found it. Am I supposed to eat them? <laughs> well, just just the berries. There are eight of them. Ooh. All the berries. <laughs> He'll just start eating berries. It's a hit point apiece. <laughs> <laughs> These are, these are actually really good. good. They're actually really tasty holly berries. Holly berries are normally poisonous, kids. Don't do this at home. Mm. Also known as snake berries. What a wonderful little Thanks. twist Tanwi? of enchantment. The feather born into a bush here with a, in a cavern the sun has never touched. Here's these two. Nocta, help me brew them. Back. Okay. Herbal what? medicine. <clears throat> oh. Thanks. They should help with the pain and the blood and the probably in your lungs. Thanks. Hold can the I, nose. Hold the nose. Can I make a last request of the group of you here? Sure. Can you leave this this strange little hat, this cap? Keep it here while one of you goes and uh, fetches the leader of these little blind times. I think that was the plan. Yeah. Oh, yes. I yes. just, I know I really want to see the look on her face when it's returned to her. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, what do I do? Anwe, shall we go get them? Yes, 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 absolutely. <laughs> so as uh, Aram takes a couple of these tinctures here from Amka, uh, Hanwi and Ozash go and once again retrieve the 
strange little creature. Oh, I forgot I got a haircut. That was not what I expected to feel when I touched the top of my head. I too am confused. <laughs> I was like, whoa, where's the hair? <laughs> and, and, and heads up, uh, and, and the group of you come back with this strange little lizard-like being in tow. And it comes around the corner, and would certainly see the, the light being cast out by this strange little cap near equivalent to the uh, the magical enchantment that I believe Hanwi, uh, or whoever had cast the spell, Amka, had cast out onto this little charm you have amongst your horns. Uh, it flickering with a much more reddish tint very obviously immediately gets the creature's attention, and its lights start to flash. Uh, not again, not this blinding <laughs> brightness is perhaps an ingrained reaction at this point a few of you shield, but they are quick, sporadic, intermittent, uh, near random, brief flashes. And to this, uh, Gathkanara at the edge of the pool smiles. Look how excited she is. Look at this wonder. Go on. You're so pretty when you smile. She is, isn't she? <laughs> It doesn't even look at you. It <laughs> seems very excited. Time here. Uh, they are. Uh, as far as I can tell, much of their communication is this blinking, this little flashing. They make very few noises except to attempt to ward off intruders such as yourselves. Uh, well, go on. And uh, the little creature approaches. Who has the hat right now? You have the hat. The little, little creature uh, kind of immediately totters right up to Aram and, and just, just, just grabbing for yeah. it. Yeah. Just immediately you, you grabs it and get, snatches get. it and skitters back and puts it on her head. Now, it is, again, like a leather arming cap, and this is not a very humanoid head. It does not sit down on her <laughs> it head. Sits it on just sort head. of sits on the top of her head, and she puts it, it just stands there for a minute. Her eyes not slowing down, still just flashing, strobing almost. Do you need help with the hat? Is, is it okay, or...? Gaskinar's <laughs> back. Does, does he need help with something? No! She loves it, look at her eyes. Oh. Look at the flashing, the excitement, she's so happy. Now I kinda wanna give her a cape. Would she like a cape? Well, I don't know. She just seems so enamored by this strange little cap of hers that she brought her entire tribe up here to, uh, to seek its return, but... They... Can you not tell? Can you not feel this raw expression of joy? Uh, she's just standing there, like, it's a really awkward little pose. She's yeah. not holding it, she has her claws kind of like right out next to when her eyes are still just blinking madly. I can feel the excitement. Yeah. yeah. It looks like I she's mean, enraptured. She's not even thinking. Her knees are probably gonna be really sore when she comes back to her senses. Well, she has a hard time balancing the thing, admittedly. It doesn't really fit on her head. Maybe she wants a scarf. Well, but it doesn't seem to bother scarf. her. It, would it help if we give her a strap she could put under her Yeah, that neck? might help. Ooh, that's an interesting idea. Ooh, that's a great idea. I've got a little piece of... Uh... The cap does appear to have a, a few little buckles at the bottom, little metal bits. Um, you could, yeah, I've got you a piece could of perhaps leather. tie something on. Um, and she she turns to the little blind time. They're going to help you. These folk here, they brought you back your wonderful little hat. And they're going to 
make a, a bit of cord so that you can wear it proudly and more easily. There we go. The, this uh, will make sure she, he doesn't lose it, too. Little thing immediately, like, sticks its arms out to the side. It's almost a bowing motion, trying to bend itself forward like it's pointing the head. Oh, just... Yeah. <laughs> as soon as it moves forward, the hat topples off its head I'll, onto the ground. I'll pick up the hat, and I'll gently place it back on her head, and I'll start to take the little, like, leather piece that I've torn off, and I'm just going to start tying it a little bit, just crafting something really, really simple that I think won't degrade or just break two, down too like, easy. Tight knots. Yeah. Each buckle. As you just sort of tie this on here and step back, this little blind time. Cocks its head to the side. Eyes still blinking the entire I'll, time. I'll go like this to her to see if she gets this. Sort of moves its head around, realizes the helmet's attached, and turns and sprints back up the path towards the rest of the <laughs> And there it goes. I guess that works. <laughs> Wonderful! It's like a child with a new, oh. new carved toy. Do you if, think now that it's pleased with us, uh, it'll be less it and its uh, kin will be less hostile? I can't imagine that they're they're simple creatures, sure, but they're intelligence. They they're cunning and ability to understand situations. They uh, I, I heard echoes of. The sounds of battle when I assume you first entered the cave, but they fell quiet quickly. And I can't imagine with how brief it was you slew much of the nest. They understand, and, and surely if their leader does, the, the rest of them follow. You, you should really make sure that they don't go down there, though, because there's a lot of traps that we stepped over, but I don't know if they would see them. Maybe oh, we, we should, should set them off or something. We should probably get something that we can use for that. Um, maybe we can go outside and see. Uh, we just went around the traps, but they're still quite dangerous. Oh, I, I saw want, you pick your way over a few I don't, of them I don't, We don't here. want them to get hurt. Understandable. I'm curious to see if they decide to stay, the little things, now that they have what they came for. They don't seem very comfortable here on the surface. Uh, even just, well, any light at all uh, beyond your simple little enchantments or their hat uh, seems to really bother them. Hmm. Uh, they retreat deep into their nests during the day, uh, several chambers back from the mouth of the cavern. They seem to be so sensitive to it. Well, even if they leave, you'll have your solitude back. Peace, if that. I do enjoy watching them frolic about in the water's edge and trying to catch these small little fish that come near these stone shores. Virgil does the same thing at home. I'm just happy to not have to see them suffer anymore. Thank you, all of you. It's rare that I hear any stories of kindness from the mortals that walk the sur surface of these worlds, but clearly there are some with good in their souls. Well, the broken tusk, we try to live in harmony uh, with, well, everyone who will have it. If only there were more of your kind like you. If only. Well, I, I never thought to ask, actually. Well, surely you came to this cave for a reason. It wasn't hunting these little creatures. That much is sure. Guidance. Guidance. Oh, yes, yes. We were looking for uh, Grumbach, the Groundbreaker. Uh, oh, right. Ancient spirit uh, our ancestors used to go talk to. You had mentioned, you'd asked about that name. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, yeah, one I'm unfamiliar with. I assume those answers, if they're already to be found, lie deeper within the caverns. Well, I guess 
We'd have to cross over the traps again anyway, so we should probably set them off to ver- to be safe. I'll go no. get a big stick. I won't forget you soon, mortals. You've brought me great joy this day. Yeah. Now, sort of pushing back from this shore here, she sort of sinks back into the water, and even knowing she's there with the light of uh, your little enchanted charm, basically invisible as soon as she dips below the surface, just through the barest shadow of a figure you can make out. Hmm. That was a great honor she just bestowed. Yeah, something came out of the water that didn't try to kill us. But no, um, an immortal promised to remember us. Wow, I hadn't really thought about it like that. Think about how long their existence is. You want to fill up your water skin there? You seemed like you were a little thirsty. What, she was real pretty. (laughs) Hey, what, she she seemed to like all of us. (laughs) All right, come on now, let's get going. Okay. Aram, you're turning red, are you feverish? The group of you would have no difficulty uh, if there was nothing suitable in any of your packs. Uh, stepping back outside the cave for a moment, passing through the nest where you'd see the leader of these creatures uh, excitedly kind of surrounded by much of her herd that are all just sort of around kind of poking and looking at this hat again. Uh, her eyes still flashing rapidly and several of the rest of them doing the same in return. Uh, a rave show visible from the adjoining passageways uh, immediately around the corner from this lake. And you could come back with, you know, like a pretty good stick, uh, like a decently sized branch a few feet long. Uh, that you could use to attempt to do something with these tripwires from a reasonable distance. Tripwire stick. stick. I'm Um, I'm also going to see if I can, if any of them are big enough that I can shoot an arrow into it and break it that way. Uh, Anything that keeps me at least 10 feet away from that. Yeah, tossing this stick over from a distance. Uh, Make me a ranged attack roll. It's a natural 20. Easily uh, easily able to throw this in. And the stick. Way to waste it. Um, well, not really, actually, because disarming it from a distance is going to be moderately complicated because these are not, like, finely made traps. Um, these trip wires would take somebody, like, really stumbling into them with a decent amount of force to trigger. That's why I got a heavy stick. Um, so you really got to hit it pretty squarely with this stick. Uh, for it to put enough pressure to to hit it and break the thing and not just kind of bounce because there's no weight behind it when you're throwing it. But Burge is throwing it, so there's a pretty sizable amount of weight behind it. <laughs> and uh, it absolutely uh, smashes through the tripwire, uh, dividing the pond from the adjoining chamber uh, and causing the... You hear a bit of an, a snap echo through the tunnels over the lapping sound of the water uh, and immediately rumbling overwhelms everything else that you can hear as much of the ceiling kind of cracks and buckles and a shower of pointed stones as big as fists some as large as your head cascade down uh, leaving a heaping pile behind in the narrowest bit of the pass not very subtle is it i'm glad we missed that that's a really nasty trap at least he would know anyone who triggered it was coming it would be clearly audible throughout the caverns. Can you imagine how much work it is to clean that up and set it up again? That's got to be at least like 300 pounds worth of rocks. Yeah, if 
for all we know, he could have had some magic to assist helping put all this back together. I'm just thinking that Morlock must have been very, very devoted. I'm just imagining him with a large broom. Maybe he's just bored. <laughs> Literally has nothing better to do. And the trap is, ex like, well, it is a lot, and it surely would have taken some effort to get all of these into position. It is an extremely simplistic trap. Um, the roof of the cave itself uh, now has a hollow up above and it looks like much of what happened was just the roof was broken apart uh, and this kind of red uh, reddish kind of sandstone breaks into very kind of sharp and angular pieces um, and it was honestly probably something that would fall down in the coming weeks or months anyway just left to its own devices from the damage the Morlock must have done the force in this tripwire being just enough to force it now. Huh. So it's almost just excavated and left just at the edge of collapse. Hmm. It's crafty, if anything else. I, well, was crafty. I guess we should go keep going. Right, yes. Yep. Let's see where the other, the other branch of the tunnel goes. Uh, the Morlock layer was a dead end. Okay, uh, I'll take point. Look out for more traps just in case. Yep. And as you would proceed forward now, um, we can bring us around just to show the position on the map here and bring up a little bit of the Ark and Forge. Uh, there was only one passageway adjoining this easternmost chamber uh, that you had not headed into yet. Uh, and it opens now into a rather wide, uh, or I guess long, more than wide chamber. Uh, one of the largest you've seen within the cavern so far, similar in scope to the one in which the pale little lizard creatures had nested. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're coming in this time at one of the farthest ends of the room, with it stretching out dozens of feet ahead of you. Uh, regardless of how sizable the cavern itself is, the ceiling never really rises beyond seven or eight feet. Still very close in overhead as the chamber never gets overly wide at any point in the stretch. But as Amka turns the corner and the light from her charm illuminates much of the chamber, you can see that the walls are covered uh, floor to ceiling with very heavy iconographic illustrations hmm. uh, and they seem to be almost a tapestry spreading down the cavern in three parts uh, hmm. directly ahead of you a mastodon um, further down that same wall across from you a great dinosaur and on the inside wall to your right an illustration of a massive cat humanoid figures with spears and axes swarm much of the walls uh clearly illustrations of hunting patterns or a tribal formation. Uh, near the dinosaur at the far end, there is an oversized handprint sort of smeared into the wall from which more of these humanoid figures emerge, hmm. almost as if from a portal of some kind. Hmm. Uh, above the animals, the roof itself is dotted with tiny flecks, tiny white smears, almost reminiscent of stars in the night sky. Huh. Hmm. Wow. And uh, remind me, since we were first coming over to this map here, as we are exploring what it is that we were all doing. Um, I have my uh, sword and shield out, but I am uh, seeking. I'm keeping your eyes on edge. Scouting. 
or just looking out for more potential badness? I'm going over to recall knowledge. Okay. You're seeing a lot of interesting things here, so this makes you think. Um, as uh, I see that uh, Amka's getting kind of distracted from around and thinking about things, uh, Hanu's going to focus on seeking. Fair enough. Um, I'm just going to have my shield out at the ready and... Uh, trust nothing. <laughs> trust, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just trust nothing. And uh, as we get in here and come around to this map, this is, of course, Arkin Forge, one of our great partners of the show. Pretty great virtual tabletop. Fantastic for running exactly what we do, uh, having kind of a hybrid setup. We have the, phys the digital screen literally on the table that we can just put minis on, so we still get to use all of the cool uh, dynamic lighting oh, features, oh, animated effects, while there still getting minis. to sit around and play at a real table. Speaking of minis. Oh, our minis are over there, right? Probably grab those. I was looking around for him. We I moved him. Wondering. It's like, where am I? It's like, we're Minis. not dead yet. Don't put us on that shelf. It's <laughs> not necessarily the dead shelf. It's the retired shelf. Oh. Most of those people are fine. Uh, no, but they're we've, no, they're not. No, they're not. I think most are. No. Some are fine. Well, I guess we have the like, entirety of Crimson You have the whole there. Crimson Throne cast. You're right. You're you've right. You've got like yeah. the None whole. Of them died. You've got like two people from, you know, Age of Ashes. It is <laughs> mostly Age of Ashes. I don't know who's yeah. what color. It's a lot of Age yeah. of Ashes. Never mind, 50 50. 50 50. <sighs> it's 50 -50. probably fine. Okay. We got a promo code down there using that. But it gives you a discount on their virtual tabletop software as well as their map building. Uh, and also helps us out as well. Using those links is a real easy way to support the Two Perception Show and keep us doing cool stuff. Yes. But uh, as you come into this, Amka, give me a nature check or a uh, nature. Or occultism or arcana, actually. Whatever you're kind of focusing on. We'll do nature. I know more of that than anything else. How unnatural is this cave? So it's a 19 total. 19 total. What you would notice upon looking across all of this, while well, these cave paintings are pretty expansive and impressive, what catches your attention are the flecks of paint across the ceiling of the cavern. Uh, because you notice uh, with your years of traveling with the Broken Tusk following and following the stars in some cases, these are not random. Uh, it is not painted like the night sky. It is actually a very accurate representation of an assortment of the constellations above the realm of the Mammoth Lords. Uh, and that's interesting for several reasons, because knowing what you do of constellations and the way the sky turns, they are not always the same. Uh, with the seasons, the dark tapestry scrolls around as well. So this tells you not only kind of a where, but a when. Uh, constellations depicted here would only be visible early in the spring, uh, about the time of year actually that it is now, which would make logical sense. This would be when the tusks would be coming in from their route, coming from the, the green moon to travel east in ancient times. Uh, but it also is even more specific than that. This is an alignment that would only occur at solar midnight, uh, which is the exact moment between dawn and dusk when the sun is fully occluded behind the whole of Galarian. Whether that particular like astronomical knowledge of the why is something you possess is up to debate, but you would know that is the darkest hour save for the moon's glow. It's interesting. I'm going to relay that knowledge hmm. concisely. It's constellations depicted in this time of year. It's like 
actually incredibly accurate and it's also at a specific time of the evening too when it's when it's the darkest hmm. when sister cinder's light is the furthest from us oh maybe they're telling us when Groombot comes out possibly but the rest of the figures around i mean the mastodon uh, the tyrannosaur the saber-toothed tiger um and the triceratops and the pterodactyl they're just Ozosh. They seem to be fighting them for some reason. You, uh, maybe a hunting party? Well, they are pretty powerful rangers. Do you mm, not know any tales pertaining to any of this? Have you heard no stories? Hmm. Well, I can try and think of a couple of things, maybe. Um, what type of knowledge would that be, actually? Now I think about it. Um, well, I think just if you... Uh have any, like, stories. I mean, you are, like, a practice song singer of the Broken Test, so, I mean, surely you could, you would know. You know I'm just going to do a, perf- I'm going to try and roll for performance and see if maybe I can think of a song that reminds While me of you this. roll that, Bar Save the Whale's Arum seem concerned <laughs> about the character position on the map. Like Go ahead that take that. Been for Amka. This is Arum. That's why I, I'm double checking. But, uh, we'll yeah, go ahead. It's my card down. <laughs> Fair enough. Yoink! Uh, that is going to be a total of 11. Uh, he's just kind of banging on his shield, trying to think of certain verses that might... you got to focus on keeping it. your shield up, because yeah. you're, like, concerned. Yeah. So yeah. you're not... Well, it's also, remember, I use it as an instrument, so I'm just kind of, like, thinking of, like, hmm, let's see. Uh, he's just pounding on it lightly, trying to think of different verses that he could come up with with different stories. He's like, uh, something, something... No. Not that one. Dun, 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 dun. And a performance, <laughs> a performance that works well around the campfire supplemented with this kind of rhythmic uh, beating on this shield uh, was A, done on a bone shield that you used to have, and you have like a metal sheet now. Iron B, shield, you yeah. are inside a very enclosed cavern. Uh, it's it sounds like a child beating pots and pans. It, it really is just <laughs> like a much. horrible noise. Uh, <laughs> and it is unpleasant for everyone in here. Uh, I'm sorry, but ass. the two... <laughs> Hanwi was seeking question. Kyle yes, and Aram was seeking. We took him Eve. Ask the question, and the response is clang, clang, clang. <laughs> <laughs> I expected nothing less. Don't worry, it'll come to me eventually. I promise. Sixteen. Uh, twenty-two. Sixteen and twenty-two. Uh, with <clears throat> these fantastic Norse Foundry dice, another really cool show sponsor. Appreciate the hell out of them. Their dice are awesome, and you should check them out. They also have a discount code down there. I you love can it. Get the Malachite dice. Don't touch it. It's evil. Um, as you guys are looking around at some of these depictions, uh, you two would notice that the cave paintings among the walls are are equally intricate and detailed to what is across the ceiling that mm. Amka has seen here. These are not like random configurations of figures. Uh, they seem to be designed in a very intentional way. Uh, it seems extremely deliberate. Every bit of the posing and the makeup of the, the whole of the design of each of these three things, as you were looking at the, the mammoth and the dinosaur and you're kind of looking on the opposite wall, the cat here has a purpose, has a reason. Um, and that's something that if you want to do switch exploration activities, you could think on a little bit and stop seeking. Okay. Uh, but you would notice in particular what's interesting on the side with the cats is that many of the figures seem to be incomplete. Uh, you see that many of them are missing limbs, arms, legs. Many of them don't even have heads. Uh, and where these limbs are missing, there is just 
slightest bit of smear on each of them, almost as if they were torn apart. Uh, but it seems strangely organic, as if it wasn't drawn that way, but something happened to make it so. He uh, must have died while painting it. Hanwi. And this is like a litany of figures that uh, died a lot of times. That look like this. And you too could also think on this uh, if you wanted to. If either of you are free to switch off, you would notice these things. You could stop seeking and recall knowledge. If you I'll, I'll, yeah. switch recall I'll switch knowledge, to recall knowledge uh, uh, switch while to looking at the other <laughs> Yeah. You see them getting hung up. You look at your thing. It's cool. You see them getting hung up. You're like, I'll, I'll keep on. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought of words and I can't think of anything So else. then Hanwi, give me a nature check. We'll start there. Uh, oh, geez. Only a 10. Um, with a 10... You feel like somewhere within these murals, they're almost more a, or at least as much a story or perhaps even instruction as they are art. Mm. But what exactly their tale or purpose might be, you just cannot really divine. And Aram, uh, you can give me either also a nature or a religion. I'm gonna go nature. Not a surprise. <laughs> I, this is my shocked face. <laughs> Hey. Uh, that's going to be a 22. With a 22, as you look at this, you would actually see the image of the cat itself, a great saber-toothed tiger, appears to be almost a degree of indistinct. Its edges aren't fine. Uh, it's where it's painted on the wall, it's almost slightly shifted uh, like by a haze and you get the sense looking at this that it is more this one in particular is much more than a simple painting and it's not just in a way that it's trying to tell you something like there is something wrong with this it has been corrupted uh, perhaps almost even possessed somehow it seems to just move in slight whatever part of it you're not focusing on when you look back is just very slightly different a little blurred and with hey hey guys guys i i think the painting is alive somehow and you are you are super not unfamiliar with like the concept of spirits and like spirits of nature and all that these are all things that i mean you have your night of the green moon festival for exactly that reason you met henry henderson explaining the literal stones that seem to live in the spirits at rockland you know these things exist and with the what'd you get 22 you certainly feel like it is something distressed within there, um there, there's something wrong with with the wall hmm. i i can't tell you exactly how or why I know it but it's not right like look it's almost it's it's moving look do you see it do you see the outline Ozash can you sense any magic coming from the wall let's find out uh, and with your uh, detect magic you're all I imagine at this point some decent distance back from this but it is a, kind of up where the path narrows here and we're all still in the first half of this this cave um, it is emanating a faint kind of muddled aura of conjuration and transmutation hmm. it, which uh, is not stuff you get with the tech magic yes magic <laughs> yes. <laughs> it uh, 
It is very faint, but I am getting I am getting a little bit of something. Hmm. I'll learn someday as we're second edition now in the tech magic is a yes or no question. Until you get there. to a certain level. I'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. I, Used to high level I, tech magic. I also don't think it's right. Like the magic doesn't seem natural. Like something's wrong. Maybe that's why there's something wrong with whatever it is. It's trying to express something, but it's not hmm. doing it right. Well, maybe there's something else here that we can find that might give us some clues. Are you telling me the wall's in distress? Uh, yeah, I mean, I know that's a strange way of saying it, but I mean, I think maybe Grumbach could be in trouble. What if Grumbach's in the wall? I mean, if he's trapped in the wall, I guess that could be why he's so upset. Well... I have no idea how to get him out if he is trapped in the wall. Uh, something put him there if he's in there. Let's look around for it. Okay. It that sounds the, reasonable. The hammer of that thing we killed. I'll fan out and see what we can find. Switch did to a seeking, pretty good job maybe. of putting yeah. you into the floor. Hey, I did that for you. <laughs> you were very brave. Thank Let's... you. So as you uh, fan out around this chamber here, looking at these various... Uh, one second. <laughs> also, switch, also switching okay. to seeking again. God bless you. Bless you. There. Uh, looking around the various uh, paintings of the room, is anybody like going, maybe like inspecting this closely? No, we're going further. We're like around. Well, it, what's in that? Because uh, it seems to go off to the north a bit. What's up there? Yeah. A little tiny alcove. Oh, it's just an alcove. Okay. Yeah, it's literally just like yeah, there's a bit of an alcove. There's not much of anything. Well, I guess the further south then would be where the yeah. the room extends. Okay. So maybe down that way. Uh, whoever is. Who's in the in the front here? Probably me. Whoever would be like, I guess Arm is probably Arm and Ozatra up in the yeah. front here. You would feel, as you move to even just to go past this, as this passageway widens, you would start to get a sense, almost like that sixth sense of being watched, of something just off of a presence. And uh, with it, twenty-two nature check. If there is a spirit in here, you are like the broken tusks regularly honor and commune with these ancestral spirits the spirits of the of these mammoths and everything obviously imparted down by sister cinder you can attempt to use that knowledge to like placate whatever this is that's hey ozosh yes i i just i i just had a, a, a weird idea so you always have weird ideas yeah but this one's especially interesting um so, when we go up to the to to, to oh, you're looking at me. Uh, when when we do our rituals, we're trying to talk to the gods, to the spirits, not just to to placate them, but to to help them so that we can understand them. That is correct. Why don't we try to take one of those songs that we use and and use it here? I mean, I, I think it'll work. I think we can we can pray and we can try to heal her that way. Oh, maybe Tim. the spirit can can hear us. Uh, perhaps maybe a, perhaps a song of, of the of the people, or maybe one of Sister Cinder's prayers could do so. Yeah, what yeah. What about both? Yeah, let's try both. We can try both. Um, I know a couple songs. Yeah, I'm I can pretty do a sure prayer. you know a couple prayers. I know all the prayers. It's gonna be prayers over here. So many pots so and many hands prayers. over here. <laughs> It's not my area of expertise, but I can sure help sing. Hanwi's going to sit down and be quiet. <laughs> well, who's approaching? Um, actually, Hanwi, you can help me. Here, hold this bowl. I'm gonna mm. pass like a little clay bowl and start a small fire in it. 
And um, I'm going to start with a prayer for Sister Cinder with the light that has been given to me. Um, so I guess I'll approach first with Hanway right a few steps behind you. Yeah, right behind me. <laughs> and this guy with me too. I can aid if you would like. Yes. Um, yeah, we're making a religion. So anyone that can aid with religion, either of you two can. You need to be uh, trained for that, right? Uh, to aid a. I don't think you can just send it, honestly. I'm, it, whether or not that's the rule, I'm not bothered. I like hey, letting I'm people participate in things. Let's do Yeet. it. I don't make it worse. 18. You've all, they're there. You they're have, helping. With you a have plus the, one, you I have got the, an 18. That's pretty good. You have the moral support of your team confidence. behind you. you have it confidence. makes me feel better. And uh, as you approach, you can also sort of feel, like looking at this painting here, it almost seems to be uh, more so than what Arm was saying before. You can feel almost drawn into it, or rather that it is drawn out to you. Like, it, it, it almost seems to physically be pivoting to come out from this wall. Like, it is emerging from the stone. It's been drawn upon. All right. Um, Shut up. Our words speak the truth of the dawn. Her hey! All right! Our total of a uh, 28. You see the sort of shifting, the cave even starting to darken a little bit. More color seeming to streak through this image as whatever spirit is within starts to coalesce and draw forth. In a moment, the flame within the bowl kind of wavers. A tuft of smoke comes out, it flickers for a brief moment, and as the light sort of fades a bit just to what's emanating out from your charm. In that instant, it's back just painted on the wall. Its edges clean and seeming no more or less than any of the other depictions throughout this cavern. Oh. Maybe it was just a spiritual imbalance? Perhaps it just wanted to say hello. Well, otherwise, we, we placated it, I feel. feels like it's back to normal, maybe. It's not, not going to reach out of the wall and take our souls, is it? Really not used to that kind of thing. I don't think it's going to. You go first, first. Um, did, <laughs> mm -hmm. did, did it eat the fire? The person with the, the biggest fire. soul should go first. So me. Take the bowl and just kind of set it down in front of the painting. And just, Big things okay. come in little packages. Hey, we can't let her go first. Oh, but it's fine to let me go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're kind of, you got a hard <sighs> head. To be yeah, fair, arms. soft soul. Arm's been going first for the last two caverns. One of you should take a turn. I walked first into the den of snappy dogs. Uh, is just walking um, through you guys. I hey, got this. Let me just... Wait up. The game collapses. <laughs> Roll a new character. <laughs> <laughs> I just got my shield and accident ready. I'm just Tommy like making my way through. I'm just like, I'm not playing these games. Let's just get this over with. All right. Ozash moving right on by. Nothing seems to accost him or happen. Nothing changes of the cavern as he passes. Spirits are spooky. It seems somehow calmer. How do you find a ghost? Good job, Amka. Prayer. Yeah. <laughs> Close your eyes and Lots pray. Of... That's how. With the help of my two best friends. I held a bowl. You were, <laughs> and he was there. And that's what matters. <laughs> Moral support. They gave me confidence. It was actually me that scared the ghost off just in the background. <laughs> the ghost couldn't handle it. It was out of existence. You were key posing. <laughs> The passage on the far end of this chamber uh, descends down another set of these kind of natural and smooth stairs uh, that seem like after generations of 
passage have just been worn and are as easily passable as everything else. They are not perfectly even, of course, but they are no difficulty to traverse. It's as if they were there with a, almost made or, or worked into purpose as time passed. Uh, the wall bends around a winding passage to the south, leading to another chamber, at first seeming some degree of similar to the one you've just passed through. Again, the wall's strewn further uh, with more of these paintings. These ones more vivid, more colorful, but less uh, less haunted. De- detail haunted. <laughs> less detailed, less the uh, like. They got lazy. Purposeful, I suppose. Okay. Uh, these ones seeming like as what you were looking in the chamber before. They all seem to have their very specific, intricate places. Uh, this is more artistic. This is more simple depiction, uh, but as a litany of paintings of various beasts. Uh, both legendary, obscure, covering the walls, wrapping all the way around uh, the chamber that you can see before you. There's worms and wolves engaged in a battle alongside owl-headed bears and one-eyed giants. Hmm. Uh, The southern wall, uh, a few feet out from it, there is a single lone stalagmite that looks like it has had about its its top half broken off uh, to create a wide pedestal rising up to a little more than waist height for the average person. Uh, old carvings depicting leaping flames and billowing smoke line the outer rim of this stalactite uh, up into a rim near the outside of the flat, empty platform. Hmm. There's nothing atop it. It doesn't hold anything. Uh, but on the flat surface, there is a thin halo of burnt scorch marks uh, a near perfect circle about a foot and a half across Hmm. towards its middle maybe only enhancing this very conspicuous absence of anything set atop it Hmm. well upon seeing this i'm going to carefully approach the pedestal not touching anything but still keeping my distance but i'm going to get a closer look and uh see if maybe there's some uh arcane uh markings or something on it and as ozash would take even just like the first of steps towards this as the group of you come in and search around this room uh, seeing a further exit along the wall to your right that leads yet deeper into this seemingly infinitely sprawling caverns two things would happen Uh, first all of the paint all of the colors all of the creatures depicted throughout the room would start to glow uh, it would be oh, a prismatic rainbow stretched around the eyesight. It's not bright. It is a dim, glowing energy. Uh, wow, how beautiful. But it is visible, even nearby in the lights of Amka's magic. Huh. Secondly, directly in... I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> directly in front of this strange pedestal, a blue energy would start to coalesce. And... In the blink of an eye into existence, a figure will have taken shape. Down on all fours, uh, the height of its shoulder near matching that of yours, a hulking cat of blue translucent essence. Two massive fangs bared and its face pulled back into a snarl, a silent roar towards the group of you. 
as it starts to quickly paw forward. Hey, it's from the front cover ah. of the book. Oh, okay. it, looks hey, like, the cover. it looks like the, that. It looks a lot like that. What a coincidence. Like that. That. That's pretty close it's to pretty what close. it looks that, like. That, what a um, that's a coincidence. That. If I ever didn't see one. Everybody to roll me some initiative. Can we just talk to him? You got your scouting bonus in Virgia. You got a cat for us? I have a cat. Ooh. It's a regular a cat, but it's a cat. We it's could, that cat. We could they, spray paint it blue. We could have given it the nickname <laughs> blue. It's that cat, but blue. Oh, is Ooh. that? It's got a deep, nice. uh, bearish kind of sound to it. Yeah. And thanks to Sirenscape, as we're getting the initiative rolled out here for these sound sets here, they have got both the music as well as all of the sound effects that have been the background for this entire campaign. Uh, pretty impressive platform of immersive sounds that you can customize yourselves. Like, we built this one. Check them out. <laughs> so, Amka, we haven't, I don't think we've started with you in a while. 24. 24. Pretty good. Verja. 23. 23, okay. You, you two can hang out together. Aram. 26. You're all pretty close here. <laughs> no, this is convenient. <laughs> so you just, go, magic weapon, I go, did murder. Did everybody roll like an 18? I rolled a 17. No, a 15. Way 15. higher than I thought they were. I, Fair enough. I feel so inadequate now. I feel so proud you, of myself. You rolled a 3. I was Ash. 13. I was going to put you over you here. You did good. You and Howie can be on this end together, Howie. Yep. Actually, I got a 22. Oh, that's hey. just right. Okay, so you can just hang out over it's okay. here. I have my shield. I'm okay. You do it. You got a shield. Is raised. Your shield, shield is raised. Shield is raised. That's important. Shield is raised. That's what matters, right? Yep. That's where we're at. The cat's gonna go first, bonk on the shield, and be like, "Ow, ow." Oh, wait, what bah, is bah, this? Bah, bah, bah. Well, I also rolled pretty high. Um, cat's gonna go first. <laughs> also, keep in mind it's my cold iron. The cat got a thirty-one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a cat. I don't want to like. Meow. You know, concern you or anything. I'm not concerned. Um, I'm a little concerned. But as this cat appears before the group of you here, uh, this paw that came up like it was uh, surging forward, it holds sort of in the air, and you see it slow as if it's hitting some unseen force uh, resisting this, not a step, more than it is a swipe. And it, it, the creature puts some weight, like it's pushing against something, and it's not until it breaks through that you realize what it is. As he gets this step to move, matched identically behind the group of you, a similar saber-toothed cat pushes its way out of the wall, the painting peeling itself off, a uh, kind of swirling, coalescing outline of bright color, glowing subtly as it comes out uh, exact uh, and matching again, mirroring exactly the movements of this creature in the center of the room. Uh, Aram. Yeah, let's just. Was anyone still recalling knowledge when you came in here? Cause, or we all switch back over to seeking time. Uh, did, I didn't switch. We were all, I think we we're all I, looking around because of the sneaky painting. Yeah, I, I'm I still recalling knowledge. I didn't switch. You didn't switch. I then didn't. I would be seeking if you were recalling knowledge. Jeez, um, you both switched back then. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, you traded back. Okay, so then what are your religions? Plus eight. Plus eight? Plus two. You unsurprisingly don't know anything. Um, this is spooky and weird. Um, Amka, you got a little bit more than that. Uh, whether or not this is Grumbach, this is a powerful spirit. But it is more than that. This is not a spirit of nature. This is 
tortured. Uh, you can see even in the rage in its face that there is no reason left in this creature for the moment. This is a specter, a remnant left behind of something that was once possibly mortal, once possibly a spirit, but is now an image of its former self. Uh, you can see as this thing pulls out of the right out of the wall behind you, it clearly has a degree of control over the room itself, uh, like a poltergeist of sorts, and can command whether that behind you is truly a 3D animated cave painting or an illusion. You are certain it is a degree of dangerous. And you definitely know this creature appears to be incorporeal which means that whether you use sword or spell, traditional attacks are going to be heavily mitigated by just the nature of what it is. And is this, it doesn't, uh, this, this specter, this ghost does not move forwards towards you. Once it rips this painting kind of halfway out of the wall, uh, it's hind legs still attached, just the four of it extending out as this massive Smilodon. Uh, it is going to, 50-50, Hanwi Amka. Uh, let's see. Hanwi, actually, Amka is rather the one that has the glowing sigil on your head right now. Mm -hmm. uh, it is going to let loose a roar. The ghost itself, as the figure behind mirrors this kind of swiping bite as it brings its fangs down on you. Does it advance into the room to do that? No, it is still attached to the wall. So it is got, like, reaching reach. her like 10 feet out, yeah. It is a it is a fairly large thing. I don't appreciate that at all. Um, so the knowledge, the recall knowledge, would that be shared with us? I'll be sure when we get around to Amka. Okay. Um, it is going to be a 23 to hit you. You are flat-footed. Okay, that crits. That crits? Mm-hmm. Flat-footed. 15. 15? Yes. Minus 2 puts me on 13. Cloistered cleric. Yeah. This cleric sometimes, sometimes cloistered cleric things happen. Um, and you are going to feel this painted fang absolutely rip through you. The rest of you, as you see this happen, will see no blood. You will see no wound. Uh, whatever this figure is, it's going to look at first like it simply passes through Amka harmlessly. Uh, but for what you experience, there's going to be absolutely anything but harmless. My soul. It hit me in the soul, guys. Ugh. You are going to take 38 points of negative damage. All right, I'm going to last stand. <laughs> uh, I'm at one. I'm at one, and I'm doomed one. Oh, no. So the start of your next turn, any damage that would reduce you to zero hit points leaves you with one hit point, and you are doomed one. Uh, so... Oh. By your faith and Sister Cinder. Protection, please. You remain standing at one hit point. I'm caught. Aram. Aram is going to go place himself. Uh, yeah, this one. Uh, in front of Ampka and Hanui. Uh, because that is what heroes do. Um, and idiots also. Um, and then... Similar in a lot of cases. The line between heroics and idiocracy is very... Depends on whether you succeed or not, really. Then. Yeah, 
And uh, then I am going to uh, take a uh, swing at it. Uh, I have a ghost touch longsword, so I'm hoping I'm going to be able to do something to it. Okay. Um, as you swipe your sword through this painting, you see some of the paint that is its outer form sort of swish a little bit as you pass through, smear very slightly. Uh, but you feel no catch. It seems to have no effect whatsoever. This strange painted tiger seems wholly unaffected. Uh, then I'm going to shield up in front of the girls. Amka. Don't, don't get hit, guys. Um, I know it's going to be very difficult in this situation, but my sister Cinder protects us. Guide your strikes. It's, um, magic weapon. Second casting of the day. And then... I'm going to step. No, I'm not. I'm going to step forward. Yes, I am. Get right, right between. And all that the... you, you feel stepping up there gets you out of just out of the reach of this uh, this painting. That again is still affixed to the wall by its height. It is large and it has reach, but that you are beyond its claws. I feel like this is the safest space for me. Um, I'm gonna relay all the information I can remember to my panic brain. <laughs> Um, it's a tortured spirit to you. It's a tortured spirit. There's no negotiating with it. Just it loses its resistance to physical damage. Okay. Hit it. Hit it until it submits. <laughs> okay. So uh, I believe that's until the come, end of my next turn. We come to Verja here, and as we do, his uh, inspired understanding of this foe. Again, you are familiar with spirits in the Broken Tusk following. Uh, Plaf, you learn about a foe's resistance to the end of your next turn. The foe loses a resistance of your choice. Um, I believe incorporeal has just resistance physical. It is. So this is going to apply to you because you learn about it and then it's your next turn. So you will completely ignore its resistance this turn. Yeah. Does it it doesn't matter me? if it's a ghost. Your, yeah, your next turn because you played it. Yeah, but does it specify that I'll, I'm the only one that benefits? Well, from it's going to end at your turn. Yeah, end your turn. Oh, true. If it triggered reactions on our turn, on your turn from us, it would guess it would work. Yeah. But anyways, um, this thing did a really big ouch. ouch. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna try and stop it as fast as I can. I'm going to enter into a rage and sprint straight up at it, sweeping my now enhanced with magic sword or pick, great pick, through the middle of this thing, just trying to hit as much of the thing as I can. Not really sure how to great pick a spirit, but we're going to find out. Hard and aggressively. Great you pick your it. battles. You don't think about it. So that's rage, move forward, swing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Two. Oh. 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 Mm. I learned that they are uh, spirits. You, you got to actually hit something. Like Just going through the middle doesn't do anything. Yeah, and as you, as you go to swing, um, the spirit crouches down, not so much moving as almost its previous form becoming like a puff of effervescent blue smoke as it is now just much lower to the ground. Your pick swinging through this smoke as this uh, painted tiger on the back wall mimics this dodge underneath as Amka raises his shield. Probably a degree of confusing to Amka. Uh, and Hanwi. Uh, Aram. Stay behind me. No, your sword's needed at the spirit. <laughs> it's... Okay, the painting well then move. Hurt. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, Hanwi's going to rush up a bit into the center of the room to try to get somewhere she thinks is safe. Good girl. Don't treat me like a child. Light of the moon, guide you. 
guidance on uh, Aram and guidance on Ozash. That brings us now to Ozash. Thank you. I'm going to uh, go up to the uh, Blue Tiger Spirit and I'm going to uh, shield boss it with my Cold Iron Shield. Okay. Uh, you take a swing, give me a tag roll. Uh, Natural one. <laughs> I've got a little too eager with very my stepping. Spooked. Yeah, you and Verja both just step up and just big swing wide as this thing ducks under. But you have one action left. Uh, raise shield. <laughs> shield up, probably good. As the two of you press in, press in and take these large swipes, um, you see this now ducked down form of the blue ghost pivot its head and push both its shoulders up and to the right. And as it does, breaking through its paw coming up, another one of these painted images rips its way out of the western wall uh, not far from Verja. Now there are three images of this specter throughout the room, all kind of mirroring these yeah. movements. As it breaks through, brings its fangs up, and you focus on the specter in front of you, see a bite down to the side as the painted image behind you bites down towards you, Verja. Am I flat-footed to this? You are flat-footed to this. Uh, and you get, all of you have a weirdly difficult time holding your footing in this cavern, uh, defending yourself from the great range of these painted monstrosities as they come out of the walls makes it almost impossible to defend yourself from multiple directions. Hmm. Uh, you are always flat-footed to the paintings attacks. Oof. Oof. Um, and that is going to be a also 23 again. Not a crit. Not a crit is what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. Woo! Woo! I'm a barbarian, not a cloistered cleric. What do you expect? You're right. <laughs> I can't be flat-footed. I have hooves. It's going to hit you for have 18 points of negative damage. Ouch. As you see this again. That is takeable. Just rip down through Verja. And Aram, you see the one that is in front of you now, almost just kind of swinging at nothing as it's echoing these movements of the assault on your friend here. Um, speaking of Aram, it's your turn. Um, Aram uh, will nod now that the girls are out of the way. And uh, I'm going to run around uh, Amka. Uh, to try to get up to it. That's 25. Yeah, get you can, you can get up to this front line here with one single move digging, ducking through. You just run directly through I'm this gonna second painting. I'm going to run directly through it. Doesn't inhibit you at all. And uh, take a huge swing. <sighs> bite! Bite, Sluma! And uh, I'm going to strike at it with my ghost touch sword, long sword. Uh, that's going to be a 24. 24 will hit it. As you come in from the back, its attention now split between these three images. Your sword comes down into the pale body of this ghost. Here, kitty kitty. Oh. Oh, well, it's uh, minimum damage, but it's still four damage. Four damage. Um, your sword, even as you hit against this thing, uh, all of you would see the sword stop as if you had hacked into an actual massive cat. Uh, and you would hear a, a moan of pain as this tiger kind of ducks down, uh, physically impacted uh, by this swing as the ghost touch rune in your blade allows it to strike. Pretty true here. What action left, I believe? Uh, shield up. Shield up. Uh, so Amka, looking around this after dispelling the spirit in the previous room, 
uh, and quelling that, you see and you feel a large similarity here. Uh, you are... Did you put magic weapon on me? Injured. On me. Oh, I knew. Okay. You were injured, obviously. You felt this. But now from the center of the room, you can look and see that every one of these paintings that comes out from this blue ghost as they pull from the walls, it seems to be taking a bit more of a toll on this main specter itself. It's not just animating these and going on with its life. They are wholly innately collect connected. They are almost extensions of itself. Hmm. Interesting information. Um, I'm more concerned with not dying. Um, I'm going to do a quick prayer and as I chant to myself, fear not the cold, cold. I'm going to cast sanctuary on myself. Please um, no. And then I'm going to attempt a knowledge. I'm going to attempt religion. I'm going to try to, I guess, is exercising a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Exercise a ghost. Pray to Sister Cinder. Yeah. Um, Make a religion check on this one that hit, struck you. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Maybe the religion check. Yeah. I got an 11. As you uh, try to focus, you can feel, you don't feel nothing. Uh, you, you, you pray this through, you focus this ritual, you attempt to kind of exercise this spirit, and you do see the image falter a little bit from the perfectly mirrored movements of the three cats. It has some effect. It's just, in your current state, maybe wasn't quite focused enough. Uh, absolutely a thing that you could potentially do to these painted images around the room. It's like two actions, basically casting a spell, attempt to exercise, and it just doesn't take hold. Okay. Merja. So I see that, and I see that this thing isn't just casting magic. It's splitting, like, complete focus. So we're going to make it split even more focus. We're going to run around behind it. If it wants to bring another one of those things out of the wall, then so be it. And uh, take another swing. Yep, and it is flanked. It can be flanked. That's going to be uh, 13. Yeah, 13, as you get around behind here, ducking passes, paying take another big swipe. <laughs> You're just really unclear on how to land on this strange ghost. It's moving almost it. just like frame to frame like a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, all right. So uh, that's two higher. Mine has five. <laughs> <laughs> They're just swinging over the fences back here. <laughs> He's going for it. He's in rage and he is going for it. Hanway. That's right. Distract the cat. Uh, Hanwei's going to take a kind of a look to her, her right over at this painting, clawing it where Virgil just ran away from. Steal herself. Light of the moon, form into my hand and become a storm. And a Horizon Thundersphere, spend three actions to enlarge it and, and fling it out towards this cat. Big blast. 27. 27 will absolutely hit as your energy uh, surges into the form of this thing. It clearly flicking and rippling through a bit, but with no physical body to really catch on, it is going to resist this. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be 11 lightning damage. Is that? Uh, no, okay, so 11. Minus uh, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's going to resist a sizable amount of it. Okay. Um, but certainly it is having some effect, the magic allowing it to ripple through this thing's form as it does recoil a bit and it and both of the painted tigers twitch a little. Um, Ozash. Hmm. Well, that seems pretty shocking. I guess I can have a go at it myself. Hordemund! 
you see lightning start to channel through his shield and form what looks like Thor's hammer on the outside of it, and he's going to spell strike Shocking Grasp with his shield. Is there a collective groan behind him? Should have let it kill me. (laughs) (laughs) And it is flanked, right? It's flanked, yep. So that is a dirty 20. Dirty 20 due to the flanking and its split focus is going to catch it, if only just. Alrighty. I don't know if cold iron will do anything against it, but it doesn't. I, it's not negative. <laughs> so two d twelve electric and one d six cold iron. Uh, that's going to be eight electric and four cold iron, and then plus five from my spell strike and strength stuff. So uh, your strength is not five. There's no, it's not possible. Or no, I'm sorry. Well, pl- the four is so from the strength. you just get a flat though, no. one from your spell striking things? No, you're, I think you're thinking about adding your into it. That you don't do that with shocking grasp. Shocking grasp oh, is just oh, yeah, my it's bad. Just, I'm so sorry. I messed that up. Then. Beefy uh, so it's just plus four. Um, okay, so in total, it's going to be uh, 16 damage. 16? 16 damage. Uh, it is still with the magic infusing your shield. Uh, that is definitely going to help it land. Uh, okay. And as this shocking grasp is lightning diffuses through the thing's form, uh, it's gonna do most of that, but it is still going to resist it just because there is there just isn't a physical body that you're hitting. Your attacks just aren't having the same effects that arms are. Uh, you have one action left. Oh, uh, I'm just going to raise my shield. Fair enough. Um, and this creature now taking a couple of blows, taking a bit of a more defensive position, is going to turn towards Aram, uh, the only one whose weapon is like is truly striking into this creature and biting it as if it was flesh. And it's going to just take a snapping bite, its head tilted to the side, it and the painting behind you almost striking you as one. Yeah. That is going to be a 29 against your flat-footed. Um, oh, even with, with the shield. 19, 20, 21, minus 2, 19. Still a crit. That's a crit. The shield, I think, actually completely just nullifies your flat footed, so it's just your base AC. And second, uh, you but I can break my shield. But I can shield block it. You can shield block you it. You can shield block it. I'm going to. Shield block, probably good. Um, and Shield break. Maybe. Shield, shield, break. shield super break. <laughs> no universe shield doesn't break. Um... I guess I could roll like absolute doo doo. Which is interesting that the shield's gonna break to negative damage. Yeah, it's a it's an attack, so you could. So you think I have to do physical damage to block it? Uh, it has to be a. It has to be an attack. It has to be a strike. Right? Yeah. It has to be a strike. strike. Yes, a strike. It just yeah. does negative damage. So yeah, it's just gonna wield your shield somehow. Uh, you are going to take that is an interesting one for sure. It's a bone shield. You are gonna take thirty it points of negative arrow. damage, and it is absolutely like this overwhelming presence. Your shield is is almost just going to kind of like wilt and fade like sagging and almost dripping off of your arm onto the ground as it is i imagine completely destroyed by 25 points of damage yes um and you too are going to take 25 points of damage it doesn't matter i'm not at least i'm not down as this is followed by a wide claw swipe Uh uh, again in tandem (laughs) from the creature as well as the painted specter of the wall so, 21 on your flat-footed. That will hit. It's rough. Claw swipe smaller dice. 
You see, the problem is it realized you still had bones after it bit your, your I mean, that is oh, generally a problem. Bones. 14 yeah. points of negative damage on that one. And I'm down. And as Aram But drops, I didn't go down to a crit. Didn't go down to a crit. That's good. You're just dying one. As Aram drops and his sword clatters down to the ground, um, the beast is going to duck and shy back, uh, moving about 10 feet out to its east, just prowling, or to the west, sorry, to its east, to its left, or left is what I meant to do. I'm, I'm not smart. Uh, out to the west, into the doorway, uh, <laughs> posing itself sort of in the passageway to this chamber beyond, uh, preventing the group of you from easily getting around it as it growls out again, but this time you you don't just get the impression, it you hear words like a growling speech coming back from this. I may be forlorn, but I am not hopeless. You will not defile this sanctum. Out Five. in Halit. Huh. Aram. Oh, well, I'm kind of down. Yes. Aram's kind of Amka. Um, Amka. There's no real point in trying to communicate. He has gone off the road. I'm going to keep trying to pray to Sister Cinder. I'm going to keep trying to exercise whatever is happening here. Try to parse this out. Um, <laughs> and then I'll worry about Arm later. Hard He's not dead yet. So I'm going to do a religion check. 16 on dice. That's a 24. A 24. Another two actions of concentrated effort in the back here. And you see this painting on the northern wall break out uh, in, uh, entirely, fully detaching from the prowling movements, which are very strangely mirrored as this ghost actually moves throughout the room as their, again, hindquarters is still in the wall, prowling almost in place as if on a treadmill, going nowhere. It, it stops, lowers its head for a minute, and then just with a bit of a shake, recedes entirely back into the northern wall, uh, resuming its place as a painting but as it does, all of you would see all of the paintings throughout the room pulse with a bit of a brighter glow for a brief moment, but coming back a bit dimmer than they had been originally. Your guides is protects. We have one action left. Um, I'm going to move up behind safety. Safety. I'm going to put a meat shield between me and the big cat. Wise, Persia. <laughs> <laughs> it can speak. Let's see if it can bleed. I don't think it can And uh, I'm going to five foot step uh, just to keep any potential. Set it up flanking. for later. Yeah. yeah. And take a swing. Six, eight, seven. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be a 14. Man, it's just going for the fences here. And then another swing. It's a four. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting all the low numbers. They're just going bananas. Yeah, I gotta say it's awesome you're taking those low numbers out of the pool for us. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, as he's I'm just getting all of them. So as I got he is just session. wildly swinging here, Hanwi. Oh gosh. Uh, uh, Amka, d don't fall down. Light of the moon, uh, and uh, the the bite marks will almost sort of rewind as they close up and heal, um, and. Uh, Gonna go try to get Aram back up. Uh, so we have ten health now. Oh, oh! I hate cats. They're actually pretty nice. Oh, just not this one. Um, and uh, my final action. Um, she's had this wicker 
shield, basically, on her arm. She's going to hold it up in a guard stance and kind of look around, Please a little wild-eyed. Azash. If you're done taking a nap, now's a good time. I'm going to step up. <laughs> and Ozash is going to do something a little bit different that only maybe Hanwi has seen him do, like, once or twice. He's going to kind of bully up to the spirit and he's gonna take a very long deep breath and then you start seeing arcanic runes start glowing on his skin. He's going to enter Arcane Cascade. And then he's going to, uh, with that same motion, his shield start gonna is gonna start sparkling. He's gonna go, Skotor Hugba, shielding strike. As matching the glow of this cavern. Uh, that is going to be a 24. 24 will hit him as you snap the shield up through him and into a defensive guard. For a whopping five damage. Cool. And while it's going to swipe through, you're going to pass it through its form. I'm sorry, six, because our King Cascade adds plus. Ah, six matters because now it does one damage instead of zero. <laughs> but most importantly, yeah. I have my shield up and because of our King Cascade, I get the enhancements and resistances of magical proportions. You tap fully into this uh, runic magic now. A point of damage on the board is it's almost fully resisted thanks to this magical infusion. That's what sparkle, that's, that's what shielding strike does. It's technically a spell, so it's magic. But most importantly, <laughs> it recharges my spell strength. <laughs> counts. It counts. It's legally magic. Yeah. Um, Aram. Sosa, right here. <laughs> uh, Aram is going to uh, get up. Uh. Okay. All right. Get down already and try to take uh, and mark this thing as his prey. Okay. And then uh, he's going to take two quick strikes at it uh, and flurry this thing now that it's his prey. Season hits. Economy. We're in there now. Let's do it. Do it. You do have it flanked, Verja. Nice. Planning. Brain. Well planned. Poorly uh, rolled. That's going to be a 16. A 16 even flanked. Uh, as you're kind of finding your feet here, it's going to go a little wide, but you have a second strike. I do. It's only at minus three, it is. I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be a 18. Just not going to catch him with the flanking there. Uh, as he has some respect for your weapon specifically, as it seems to be the one that's catching fully on his form, uh, shouldering a glancing strike there. Uh, but he turns his attention very quickly from you across the room to Amka and just bellows out, You dare impose on my domain! Plants his paws, throwing his head up again with this incredible force before he flips up and a painting it extrudes out from the wall immediately behind you. It's four paws raised and its mouth open and it just comes down on Amka. I still have Sanctuary on. It's a will save, right? Yeah, it's a ghost and it's a will save, but there's a chance it rolls a one. That'd be funny. See so what's great. We'll see, we'll see what's great. We'll see if it gets this. Might actually be like the most value Sanctuary ever. So it is, ooh. <laughs> it's gotta be a one. Gotta be a one. It's probably gotta be a one. Yeah, this is a, it is a ghost. It's a will save. It's gonna be a twenty-five. It passes. 
Is there is it doing anything on a regular success? Does it get like an attack penalty or something? Um, attacks. Let me look Not at it. I, I think critical remember. success critical breaks success it. Critical success breaks, breaks it. it. Yeah, so but regular success doesn't like give a penalty or yeah. anything. I don't, I don't think so. I know, oh yeah, because it's failure. Critical failure, you lose the whole attack. Yeah, and yeah, failure yeah. is a penalty. Any other attack, yeah. So six attack and any other attacks this turn. So as this comes down towards you, who I believe has a singular hit point. Um, this could also. What be did I say? <laughs> this could also be a one. No. I mean, damn. It's going to hit you for a 32 to your flat footed. All right. I'm going to knock myself down, dying two, doomed one. And uh, as you are stricken down, yeah, dying two, doomed one, you see Amka absolutely just crumple the color nearly drained out from her body. Does doomed make your dice roll worse? Doomed no. means that you die at three instead yeah. of four. Doesn't make your dice roll any different. So Doomed is arguably better than Wounded. That's going to be the hardest argument I've ever heard in my life, but I guess maybe. <laughs> I get one roll and I'm dead. You get If yeah. he fails this death check, he dies. Well, not if we but he, the uh, but he gets a card first. He does get a card. Wait, I will give Second coin. <laughs> Wait, I'll give him Haven the Oracle. Does it immediately help you? Um, Stand up in full HP. A lot of words. <laughs> but as you see Amka fall, all of you would now see between the hits and the effort of animating these cave paintings, um, this tiger is starting to wave a bit. It's not stumbling, but its its movements aren't as deliberate and committed as they were before. It's definitely taking a toll on this thing. Uh, Verja, you would notice as well that while these paintings extrude out from the wall and you'd see an arm try to swipe at them for no avail, they are still paintings on the wall, and part of the painting is still there. It's your turn. Hmm. So noticing that, I'll uh, I'll definitely point it out. Uh, spending moment of clarity to uh, stop raging for just a split second to point out the what appears to be a weakness before uh, going right back to now, instead of just wild swinging, pickaxe, o overhead. Okay, mining to, properly. Trying to Still mine. have magic weapon, that spell was not tied to Amka's life force. Yeah, thankfully. <laughs> Otherwise I would lose it. Your life is tied to your life force. Mm -hmm. Oh, there you go. So that's, that's much better. That effort. will be a 22 flanking. 22 flanking again, will just catch. Woo. Nice. Alrighty. Magic weapon. Fine. The side of Anka going down. Yeah, <laughs> inspired. I almost got you. You almost touched the the cursed Damn, dice. I'm not gonna do it. And is that two ones? No, it's a no, seven that's and a, a one. Seven and a one. Okay, so thirteen damage. Thirteen damage. The fact that your weapon has been imbued with this magic is going to help it uh, bite through better than it otherwise would for sure. But it's still gonna be resisted. And then I rolled two higher for. A minus five, so that's going to be an 18. That's going to just miss. Uh, and as your rage kind of starts to cloud your judgment again, your one solid strike in here. Obviously, even though his pick swipes right through this tiger and smashing into the stone of the ground, uh, still gutters and slumps a little. Hanwe. Oh, gosh. Ah, oh, Amka. Light of the moon, arrest her fall and stabilize. Not got a roll. 
Stabilize good. And then she's gonna step over to Amka because I think I remember her carrying some healy things in her pouch. I'm gonna start digging through her stuff to see if that'll help. How <laughs> oh, we kneels down trying to rummage for something helpful, Ozash. Oh boy. Well, we didn't doubt. I'm gonna try it again. Pour it among. Shocking grabs, shield strike. Okay, that's not a one. I thought it was a one, but it was not. It is a 15. I don't yeah, 15, unfortunately, as it's starting to get a little more cagey as uh, lightning is going to surge forth into the cave opening behind it. Uh, beyond the tiger, all of you able to see that the cavern beyond uh, seems to extend back around, almost spiraling back in uh, to these cave passages you've come by here. Un unknown as to how large it is or what may be hidden within. So um, you did get a card though, and it there's that's true. a there is one a card in oh, fifty something. Before chance. I say that you're absolutely screwed, Magus Plains has a card, Ooh, and if that is something you could or want to play on the uh, spell strike, you absolutely could. Hit. If miss hit doubt is definitely in there, yeah, that's in there. That's, that's true. a great could card. Be. I don't think it is. I think it'd be down. He would have already played it if it was. He would have thrown it out immediately. Nope. I mean, it's useful for later, but one action not left. Uh, shield. Hail. <laughs> cat no. Arum. Bad oh. cat. Bad. Sword, sword. Ancestors, guide my strike. And uh, he will, um, understanding the way he's moving now, because he studied him a little and marked him as his prey, he's kind of moving in unison with him now, almost dancing a little um, as this thing flickers around in its weakened state. Um, and he's going to take a quick flurry at this thing. Okay. And two quick strikes. Flanking. Flank you very much. Yeah. I'm glad I'm dead. Oh, that's a 19 on the die. Nice. We like that. Uh, so uh, that's going to be a 27 plus. One. Do I still get guidance or was that oh, just. A long time ago. That was a long time okay. ago. Then, yeah, tw 27 to flanking. Will hits. Hitting is still good. Hitting is still good. We take hitting here. And it's hitting with the sword that has the ghost touch yes. on it. So it's a pretty good sword to hit with. Uh, so that's going to be nine points of damage. And it's a fairly solid strike. As you can see, even with a number that's much lower than what I'm getting from most people, what looks like one of the most resounding blows of the battle. Uh, by ignoring the resistance, this sword is absolutely uh, biting hard in this specter. And uh, another strike quickly coming in minus at three. minus three. That's a nat 20. Woo! Woo! 1920. Coming up with a second one for a critical hit. Two of the D8. We like it. The 20 had to come around eventually. It had to come around eventually. I've been taking all the low numbers. That's fair. Uh, that's going to be uh, 9, 10, Jeez, 11, 12. Uh, you, you double everything. Oh, I double everything. Technically, so it's not 2 D8. Oh. It is. So just add another. It's what I, well, I like rolling more dice. I that's like, fine. I just add six. Like rolling dice. Okay, uh, then that's going to be uh, 7, 15, uh, 18. 18 points of damage. 18 points of damage. So with this, like, really having gotten dialed in here, massive blow, uh, your sword catching for a moment and then shearing through the front shoulder of this specter. Uh, what at first looks like the creature stumbling back further into the cave behind it. Uh, ends with its hind legs buckling down 
resting its haunches on the ground, almost like a sitting position, as it puts up one paw and bows its head down towards the ground. The two painted images and the walls are doing much the same. It shakes its head back and forth as you ready another strike, and Ozosh and Verger around, I'm sure, do much the same. Forgive me my wrath. Accept my surrender. Uh, Aram will put his sword uh, into the ground. Into the rock. A combatant who surrenders shall always be accepted. The rest of you? (laughs) While Verja is raging, your rage ending with no combatants visible, it is up to you whether or not this fulfills that condition. I would say it is the barbarian's choice at the moment. I would say backing down is non-combatant. Yeah. So as you all kind of stop... It's more alignment question than it is barbarian question. Amidst this combat here, uh, Hanwi very quickly rifling through to find, I'm sure, some kind of a potion on your belt. Do you have any regular potions? I had two elixirs. I think I gave one to Arm. I got one. I have one left in my bag. Boom, it's going down your throat. (laughs) You're going to grab your horns, peel your head back, down your throat. I rolled a mock death saving throw. I rolled a 20. (laughs) Shazper, Arum, a hero point for the finish, coming in with two big hits on the There you go. This creature... Oh, opportune distraction. Now you see me? Now you don't. Stops. It's it's head bowed. Back at one. Oh, it's just a d6. Yeah, you're back at one. I'm back at one. You also have a plus one fortitude saves for a minute. <laughs> it sinks down almost to laying on the side of its, uh, its unwounded shoulder. Its other paw still just kind of held up now awkwardly. And as it does, as these two painted images sink down as well, they slowly regress and uh <laughs> you saw that right i see it yeah <laughs> and Hold the rock back. comes off the wall crushes amka pulls that's too easy pulls back into the wall resuming their positions as painted images the uh, the glow of all of the depictions throughout the room all of the monsters and the legendary beasts starting to waver fading a bit Is it? Hey, I'm alive. And the creature, the the cat looks like it takes a deep breath, though no air moves, no sound accompanies this. (sighs) I have been the guardian of this cave for many centuries. As Grumbach, the groundbreaker. Grumbach, we found him. It has been at least... 100 winters since I was bested by one of your kind. Before then, no mortal dared challenge me. Indeed, your people came here often to consult the stars before migrating east. Migrating east. Forgive me my rage. A century of boiling wrath has been my sole company since last your kind walked these paths. Does a very good job of being a guardian. I do have to say that. Grested him. Grimbach, it's you we came here to find. My, our grandfather, Sven, sent you here. 
start to again like kind of as he moves sort of poofing his previous position this mist and then reforming lower to the ground dimmer already his blue color starting to fade his form becoming more transparent as he sinks please don't leave we need your help i don't think he has much of a choice the tusks need your help there is little more i can do as i have failed in the duty that i promised to you and your kin but you haven't failed the flame is gone the relic I was left to defend, taken, by the one who came after the great quake, when some more of your kind, eyes full of fear, brought the sacred light, and I agreed to protect it. He's out of motions with his head towards the pedestal near the center of the room. Grimbach, who took it? Where did it go? A man with the heart of a demon, called himself Matuak, of the burning mammoths challenged me for the artifact, and when I fell, he took it. With my dying breath, I cursed that lamp that led to my ruin, imbuing it with a piece of my own soul. As long as Matuak lives, whoever wields that terrible fire would suffer a horrendous agony if ever they were to part from it. Through this piece of my soul still in the lamp, I saw the demon man flee through the eastern mountains before this rage clouded my vision. And then you arrived. And again, he uh, flickers more, now just almost sprawled to the ground, his hind legs extended back behind him, his form starting to lose pieces, part of him almost fully transparent, barely visible, his head laying down upon the stone. Is there anything we can do to help you? I do not know. Perhaps if there is anything left of me to rest, it will be stymied by what is left within that lantern. I believe the demon man still lives even after all these years. Had he died, the curse would have been lifted. The remnant of my soul returned to me. My rest finally taken well we'll we'll get it we'll we'll help you rest he fled through that same mountain pass your kind had crossed for generations and centuries before east lost mammoth valley your folk called it lost mammoth valley uh squid I have broken tusk lore. Have I ever heard that name in any of the songs my make grandfather me, sung Make me a me? check for your broken tusk lore. Uh, it's going to be 16. 16 total. The name itself, Lost Mammoth Valley, is something that would not be familiar, but there would be a tale of the broken tusks that is the way of lost mammoths. It's not impossible that that is the name that it is taken, uh, but it's only from one piece of legend and one that is, again, as uh, Harik often says, lost its true detail and become myth. But he sees your confusion as all of you, none of you immediately recognize his name. If you have forgotten the way, 
It is no matter. Your ancestors would come here sometimes to counsel the stars in this chamber, to chart their courses under my guidance. If you wish to help me, go. Recover the flame, defeat Matuok, and deliver unto me my wrist. Follow the stars. The caves, uh, the paintings. With that, another one of these shifts of this uh, almost barely visible blue mist. But he takes no further form. His figure now having left the cave entirely. Mm. And as it does, the glow fading wholly from the paintings around the room, leaving them lit only by Ampka's enchanted charm. Oh, Grumbach, please rest. We'll bring your soul back to you. I feel... I feel like everything lately we touch just ends before us, and we only get these hints. But the stars, we can follow the stars. The and stars... The map. It exists in the entire cave. Yes. It'll point the way. It shouldn't be hard to go east through the mountains. Beyond there is the question. Hmm. Now, notably, none of you have ever been past the grandparents. None of you have been into this mountain range. It's uncharted. Your people carry no traditional maps. You have no knowledge of the way forward, but these massive peaks are visible all around you. Uh, the range only gets thicker, and what passage may exist through it is unknown, if there even is one. Conveniently, we now have a star chart. We also we have a map that we can use that was given to us that we can maybe overlay with the stars to help us kind of figure out physically in the lay of the land where they fit. But her map was... It ended the map at also ended about a red cat cave. It really? Didn't it didn't go further? Okay. Mm -hmm. I think always add to it. Now that we know the cave is safe, we should also consult the elders of the following. They would have way more knowledge than any of us. What is in this back cave he was trying to guard? As you proceed down this final set of steps into the last chamber of this section of the cave that you can see no pass, no other passages emerging out from. The stone ceiling of this chamber a bit higher, 10 feet overhead, not huge or vaulted, but larger, is riddled with hundreds of small holes, each no wider than a single finger. Hmm. Through the holes, as it is mid-morning for you all now, tiny shafts of light from the outside just barely leak into this dim ex exterior. Uh, the sun, of course, not positioned directly overhead, only really enough to illuminate the ceiling itself, and then only dimly. Lines of thin white paint connect nearly every one of these holes like a tangled web of string. And scattered amongst the holes and lines are dozens of faint symbols of animals and terrain. Elk, bison, mammoths, mountains, forests, and lakes. This It is, is the painstakingly map. precise mm -hmm. and absurdly convoluted. We should we should come back here at in in the in the middle of the night when Sister Cinder's lights the furthest from us. And the light of the moon is all, and the stars are all that remain. 
Good. I think we should go consult the elders. Tell them what we found. Tell them what we know. How, how far away is the encampment? Is it just right outside the, the cave? The encampment's like a couple hundred yards outside the yeah, cave. You're perfect. like, you're basically right here. Absolutely. We should have all the elders here at that time. Wouldn't it make more sense to have Sister Cinder at the highest point of the sky? We're trying to track the stars, and her glory obliterates their light. It, it, it would give you a really weird kind of... You line it up with the other stars in the other chamber, too. Dotted burn. If you stood here long enough, you'd get, like... Polka dots. The number of holes in the ceiling are in such dizzying quantity that it seems that perhaps there is even a greater number of them than there are stars in the sky, in the night sky. The lines connecting them, dozens if not hundreds more than any any constellations that you can identify. The symbols of mountain, tree, and lake, of elk and mammoth throughout, imparting no meaning that any of you could immediately determine. It is so intricate as to looking at it here be near incomprehensible. The guidance of the stars is needed to make any sense of this. With any luck, hmm, with any luck, the burning mammoths themselves, I don't know if we can perhaps lay a trap for them, perhaps lead them astray, or they'll follow us regardless. Uh, I don't, they mean, would likely know the path. To be the one to say it, but he sure did hit me in the soul. Here. It really hurts. The wounds Omka. are not that of the body. Tell me about it. <laughs> well, how much health do you have, Omka? One. <laughs> Still. It, it was kind of a dud potion. <laughs> but it's a consciousness potion. It's a consciousness potion. I think it's more that she had ten health and got crit for like probably forty, <laughs> and then like, you know, it's a minor elixir of life, we'll do it again. I had twenty-six health, got crit for thirty-two, then I had one health and got crit for thirty-two. It's Bad. ten health. <laughs> but yeah. With the discovery of this strange cave in the back, it seems indeed wise to head back to the camp to speak with the elders, to speak with the mammoth lords of the Broken Tusk to determine how to go forward. Nocta. Soul <laughs> Nocta can also probably help. Uh, you know, what with the general <laughs> horrible injuries that several <laughs> of you physical. have sustained. And there is nothing physical. None of you bleed. Um, the two of you that have been taken down, you would have a little bit of almost that coppery taste in the back of your mouth, but there would be no like real visible blood or anything. Your eyes would feel heavy and sore, but there you would both be quite pale, extremely pale. But on the verge of vomiting. Verge probably also a bit too, because he took a decent health. swipe from one of them. Verge, would you mind lending me your shoulder for a minute? I if I have my to. hands twice and do an AOE hill. <laughs> A little pick me up. Making everyone feel a bit better for your journey back out of the Everybody gets seven health. Oh, Definitely can help a lot. But as we all travel back out to the encampment, I think it is here. We will take our midstream break. As you have the following to aid you, uh, patching up while helping as well as they can with these strange injuries that Grimbach has inflicted upon you or his painted doppelgangers, uh, we will return under cover of night with the mammoth lords in tow to attempt to divine the secrets of this strange chamber. Maybe stronger than we were before? Maybe so. And as we come to that night, you would, in fact, all 
have achieved third level. Oh, yeah. And we'll go ahead and switch all that over during the break as well. Uh, as we come in tonight, you will have a new understanding and a new perhaps appreciation for some of your own powers and abilities as that was a trying battle indeed. Uh, thank you all for being here. Thank you, Eric, for the greatest temptation I've ever had to just kill a player character. <laughs> I do see you. That one Eric elf, and doomed one, wounded two. Uh, all I strong. gotta do oh, is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 you gotta do that normally. Eric in the in the chat here is our, our Norse Foundry guy uh, from our dice partner, a fan of the show. He's great. Appreciate it. We love him a you, lot. Eric. Yes. Thank you for the 1920. Yes, I have six. I am tempted. Now. I have been powerfully tempted, but. Not this day, demon. <laughs> Not this day. Not this day. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Breaks usually about 12 to 15, so feel free to grab some snacks, use the bathroom, walk around a little bit. You won't be missing anything but some highlights from our old adventures in the meantime. We'll be back, everyone. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. I should have taken a drink before we turned the camera back on, but I'm not known for my planning skills. Mm. You weren't thirsty then. Fun fact, I literally just wing everything the entire time we're doing these games. <laughs> it's worked for years, why change it? <laughs> you might be able to tell from the fact that our thumbnail last week had a picture of the thing we just fought on it and was called Red Cat, Blue Cat, oh that I can't even like properly chart a trajectory for our episodes. I mean, who would have expected the players just to mess around talking with a bunch of the stupid fanged mole rat creatures? Or well, I mean, I thought we were going to. I just didn't stupid. think it was going to be that involved. And I'm like, I don't want to skip this. I really like that this is a dungeon that's not full of exclusively like murder hobo mm -hmm. activities, which is something I want to give a shout out before we get back into. That Paizo was done extremely well with Quest of the Frozen Flame, uh, at, at least especially with this chapter here that we're playing for the hook, is there are so many non-murder hobo encounters. Uh, there are so many solutions that even when they go to initiative can be resolved in ways other than hitting the enemy until their hit points become zero. Unless it's a fact. Um, <laughs> I'll even give die. you one because we just did it. Maybe a little peek behind the peek between the covers here on Broken Tusk Moon. Even that encounter with Grimbach, uh, you don't have to attack him. You, the thing I was trying to kind of hint at that you you got into a bit before you got slapped into next week, <laughs> uh, is that if you just subdue these paintings that he keeps pulling out, that takes a great amount of his energy. And after you have subdued a couple of them, it is he is weakened and he maintains his senses the same way as beating his HP to zero. So even like a, the major boss encounter at the end of level two has like, you. it's not entirely a non-combat solution because you know, he's mauling you the whole time you're trying to do it. <laughs> but, but it doesn't involve you just beating them into submission. Like there are so many options and I really like this. This is actually a super interesting, it, it, it harkens back to some of the really old, like Curse of the Crimson Throne kind of things when you didn't, it wasn't, always or there wasn't quite so much of just like uh, heavy combat focus beat it till it falls over beat it till it falls over and like there's a time and place for that obviously obviously i love combats i like the tactical side of things we have so many war gamers at the freaking table here the burning um, mammoths need to go yeah yep. I and i i think i would not be as interested in playing a campaign with no combat as I would as playing a campaign with like all combat because all combat still gets you all like the mechanics and that's what 85% of this rule book is, is combat mechanics. <laughs> there is a focus for the game here. <laughs> but I like having other options sometimes. It's nice. There is a skirmish level war game buried down in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like it. It's not always walk in a room, 
kick bad guys, walk in the next room, kick bad guys. And I think all the second edition adventure paths we've read try to like do a good job of not just being a video game. Mm. And this one is spectacular for it. Uh, so, cutting to that night. After some time back in the camp, much of the day spent uh, resting, healing, eating, uh, these strange injuries left to you by Grimbach, able to be treated by a combination of Nocta and Amka's own ministrations. Uh, by the time night falls and the sun sets, uh, and the group of you return to Red Cat Cave, you are fully fighting fit. You are healed back up. You are at full health. Obviously, you don't have your spells and everything back yet. Grimbach, back up. Let's go in for another fight, level three. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> I'll do it again. Um... But you would find yourselves late that night in the back of the cave with the four remaining mammoth lords of your following. Nocta, Healer, Murthig, the Firekeeper, Harik, the Death Scream, and uh, Harik's husband, Wotan, who has no proper title, but I mean, the title of Mammoth Lord largely speaks for itself. <laughs> Everything else is kind of secondary. The title is Harik's husband. That is his title. Wotan, husband of the death scream. Yes. <laughs> I mean, not for me. <laughs> it's intimidating. <laughs> All arrive, um, having been led through the nest of the Blindheims, um, past the pool with no sign of Gothkanara, and back into this most distant cavern. Uh, they would have taken particular interest as soon as you started getting into these painted chambers. Uh, past where you had removed some of the traps that this Morlock had introduced. And uh, Wotan, in particular, along with Nocta, would ha would currently be in that chamber looking over those paintings. Uh, Murthig would be in the room largely where you had had your battle with Grimbok, looking through the depictions there, and Harik would be in the final chamber trying to make any sense of the scene. Because okay. uh, there is some time to Solar Midnight. Who would be back in the first chamber uh, with Wotan and Nocta, if anyone? I would probably be more interested in the rear chamber. That's fair. I mean, I'm totally. Are, you, are we, are we all in this rear chamber? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're all in the start. We're all in the start chamber. Where all the interesting stuff is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, understandably, yeah. if you've seen all this stuff already, you've dispelled the spirit out of it. Uh, all of you then would be with Harik in this last chamber as she looks up to this. I have never felt such overwhelming childlike curiosity to simply need to know what something is, how it was made, why it was put there. Before this web before us. It's almost sad to think that we stopped coming this way. We lost this knowledge at some point. It was an older path, one from a more harmonious time before the Great Quake, before the arrival of the demons and their surging forth from the rift torn into the earth. Back when we were united under one banner with all who walked the uh, the Ethgear. It is true that the route we speak now is 
almost fading in a sense. Harik, do the do our legends speak of anyone from back when we were unified named Matwak? Matwak. It's the name that Grumbach said uh, was the one who bested him, named himself the Burning Mammoths, and stole the frozen flame. Uh, then, somewhere along the line, some stories are lost. Uh, song singers are not infallible. Hmm. Something that regardless of how harsh I may be to you sometimes, Ozash, is simply a failing of immortal mind. I, I know, and I hope you know, that I know you pour yourself into your studies, into your remembrances, into the tales of our people, and the histories of our paths, of our wake, our journeys, our traditions. But regardless of any best efforts, some become myth, some fade entirely. This uh, Metoc may be a detail lost from a story we know, or his story may not be untold entirely. Feel the latter. We think that part of what this is is a it's a map to lead us to Lost Mammoth Valley. Do you remember the song Grandpa Sven used to sing? The long pass. Yeah. And the tall snows. Of course. I think that might have been what the song is referring to. I am curious to see. There is a lot here that is of interest. Many of these symbols surely, maybe, denoting either constellations or landmarks. As I can tell, and this is not my area of study in particular. This would be more for um, to Amka, to Nocta, or perhaps even my husband, truly. But these patterns, they do not seem to be stars. I cannot find any of those above amongst them. Any of their figures, their forms, their faces. Hmm. Well, so they must represent something else. If these aren't the stars, then perhaps, perhaps they form a pattern on the floor. Um, is there any markings on the floor at all? The floor would be barren. Okay. But it has to be a certain time of day for the sun to hit it to get it to do that. The stars, though. The stone least... piled above this cave is vast. Even were it to align perfectly as it was designed, I cannot imagine light would stream down through these pinpoints. Uh, to illuminate something across the floor for more than a, a moment. fleeting moment. Hmm. No, their purpose must be something else. Something unseen. Something that I hope will reveal itself in the coming hours. Oh, really... is there may be a latent enchantment here. Uh, let me find out. I was really hoping that as soon as you said that light was going to stream down. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, uh... Wotan would come around into the chamber and just kind of look across everyone. It will be something indeed. The stars marked upon the ceiling of the prior chamber are certainly matching constellations visible in the night sky even now. Were it a fair bit less cloudy, 
But they match not only this time of year, but as Amka, Amka identified, Solar Midnight. Whether those are instructions to the usage of this chamber, or something tied into the antechamber There's itself, I you know. suppose is unknown. What is interesting are some of the paintings on the prior walls themselves. They are not simply art. They are rituals. Uh, Nakta, in fact, believes them to even be magical in nature. Something almost akin to a scroll. Hmm. It could be learned from, read from. She is still there trying to unravel their mysteries. It will not take ten of us, hopefully, to read whatever the message, uh, whatever message the skies may impart to us tonight. This patient's kind of killing me. Well, I suppose Wotan's advice is wise. Um, we don't all have to crowd here. I'll, I'll go see what Nocta has been able to unravel. I do not mean to claim this discovery from you. We've all, of course, done excellent work in clearing this cavern. It's tales of your travails here have, if possible, brought even more uh, pride to Ergola and her teachings. These are stories she will tell her children as they grow, certainly. This, as my wife would say, is the stuff that becomes myth and legend. We never anticipated that this would be so literal in your adventures here. And Harry kind of waving a hand. It's not about, <laughs> you look at this wrong, husband. They have come all the way into the back of this cave to the ancient resting place of the spirit who once protected the spark of Sister Cinder herself to pull him from his madness in a trial by combat to prove themselves not just as scouts and as hunters, but as warriors. They fight with the spirit of the tusks, with Grandfather Sven himself. I'm pretty sure I heard Sister Cinder call my name up to the heavens <laughs> about twice. The details time. lost in myth, Amka. The details lost. <laughs> Just happened a few hours ago. No, I feel Grandfather Sven, his voice within me, even now. It. He is, I he is miss him. Us. I miss him so much. As do we all. He led us here with his dying wish, and we have followed it to this. Whether he knew explicitly of its existence or no, this must be what he wanted us to find. It will guide us, I am sure of it, though I know not how. Well... Let, let me ask this. There, all of these dots creating lines in the floor. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not about the light itself. Maybe it's about the way it's, they're pointing. It, Even with, uh a dozen torches. I doubt we'd be able to cast enough light up into these holes to determine uh, what lies any deeper beyond. They do not seem to be uniform. They're not all channeled the same direction. Well, it is stone. Maybe... You, you think maybe Henry would, would know what to do with it? If these are mysteries to be revealed at the solar midnights, 
for us to wait until the sun has passed to its furthest from the dawn. But I don't want to wait. Virgia. We have to be patient. I don't want to be out. patient. Treasure this excitement, the energy of youth. Hold on to it and keep it close. We will miss it when it is gone. Don't grow old. That's what he's saying. I mean, Amka almost didn't grow old. <sighs> Twice. Arm, so, don't make me tie you up and sit you here in the cave until we figure this out. We have, I guess, a few more few more moments before solar midnight so waiting within this cave there is truly little that you can do you can theorize until the dawn comes like about the purpose of these carvings and paintings across I mean, the ceiling Hanwee like was went probably yeah, left so, his, so went to see Natka anyway I mean, let's so. go see Natka and then the time comes and nothing happens Virgia call us when the time comes so Virgia and Hanwee uh, as you come back out to uh, to speak to <laughs> Nocta here <laughs> I don't know. I was getting pulled along. <laughs> As she's uh, looking across these walls. Uh, you know that she surely has the magic to illuminate things like this, but just a torch in hand looking across this. Nothing yet, then, I take it. Uh, the time must not be right yet. Patience. No point to all of us crowded in there. Um, he says that you have something, found something interesting amongst these drawings. These paintings, they are uh, instruction, almost. They hold no magic of themselves, but the positions, the angles, this contains knowledge, uh, as much knowledge as any of Ozash's runes or his magic. Hmm. Uh, knowledge that I believe I have Somewhat unwoven. Here. And she uh, she gestures towards the uh, the first with the mammoth, with the rings of spear and axe building figures around it. You two are proficient in your own magical arts, and Amka, of course, you've been an excellent study. Look here. Position of these weapons. They're angled around this tusk. Do you see it? And if she goes through, like uh, with her, you would need no check with her explaining the details of this. This is literally a spell. Hmm. Uh, this is an occult or primal spell. It will be a pretty potent one. It would be at the height of what either of you could cast, a second level spell. Uh, and it would be a magical hunting tactic. Hmm. Uh, you would be able to imbue this upon two willing figures and while those two figures were adjacent to their prey whatever that may be that would be considered flanking no matter their positioning oh. hmm. hey. hey what if we just mindlessly I, run at stuff and get flanking I can see I'm it okay with this. <laughs> I, can, I can actually see it it is a rather difficult magic, and as the circumstances and the, of the advantage you're providing them do take a lot of focus, it is a sustained spell. Uh, but as long as you kept it going, you would be providing that benefit to whatever two allies you had chosen. Hmm. I can see it as well, but I think my incantations and prayers gives me no use to it. But, Hanwi, you, you understand this, this 
it's complicated. I've never done anything like it before, but I understand it. Is my light getting stronger? Perhaps it is the nature of your gift, of your powers that allow you to come to terms with this. So I've I've been studying this for some time, and the best that I can understand are the barest implications of what it can do, much less how to invoke it. I think there's different ways, but through moonlight, I almost can... I can bend... I think I can bend their blows around each other. They'll attack from both sides, no matter where they stand. Well, perhaps this... Uh... Yeah, the dinosaur, this one, is further stale in intricacy. I can, I can see hints of what it can mean, just the slightest. Let but me see. Uh, and with her direction, again, a cult primal, uh, you would be able to put together what this one is. I'm going to read this one just verbatim, because it's from the book and it's really freaking cool. Ooh. You, you get to form all the animals Targets, together? a cave wall or other stone circus, uh, uh, surface. And this is the picture of the diamond with the emblem of the hand and the figure streaming out of it. Okay. You press your hand to the stone, causing hand-drawn scouts to spread from your fingers. As long as you keep your hand on the wall and sustain the spell, you can see, hear, and smell to this painted scout using any senses that you have, magical or natural. Uh, you can move the scout up to your speed along the wall every time you sustain the spell. And it can move uh, up to 120 feet as long as the wall isn't broken. It can turn corners, it can move across ceilings or floors, whatever it needs to do. Uh, it's bonded to the wall it was created on and can't like, switch surfaces. You can spend an action to make the, the scout hide or sneak to remain hidden. And you can use nature or occultism in place of the stealth check. <laughs> wow. 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 That's neat. That's so cool. That is really cool. It is a third level spell. Oh, that's, that's uh, how interesting. It is called Painted Scout, and it's really cool. I like it. I love that. It's a really cool spell they added in the book itself. As part of the back splat here, I don't know how many times it's I now can an uncommon legally spell turn we'll this around and show to. the chat. Hmm. Um, but that is a cool. That's so spell. cool. You don't have a rogue in your party. Just take this spell. It's pocket rogue, <laughs> and it is it is sustained. It has no upward limitation. It's sustained as long as you want to keep it going. But as far as you can get, you can you move and as long as you keep your hand on the wall. It's like once you cast it, you can't move anymore. It can move up to 120 feet from it was from you or from the point where you put it in. 120 feet doesn't specify. So yeah, I'd say you could move. It just can't go more than 120 feet from you. Hmm. It says you have to keep your hand on the wall, but you're sustaining it. You can still move. Yeah. I don't see why not. Drag your hand across the just wall. Just drag your hand yeah. down the wall, yeah. Like a child. And it's got... It's I still do piece. that sometimes. My finger's still I on it. Too. It has a sixth level heighten where you can make five scouts, and they can go up to 500 <laughs> feet away Little from you, and you can move all of them. So tell me about all this map you got here. Map revealer 12,000 Tron. Boop. Yeah. <laughs> and I see everything. Wait. Uh, 
the floor is part of the wall. Yeah, in a cave, the floor, it's stone surface. Yeah, so as, as long as you're in like a stone created area, it can just go where it pleases. Pretty much. Yeah, that six level painted scout is like, show me the whole cave. Yeah, and, you uh, ping the mini map. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really cool spell, that super actually. Cool. That's super cool. Is it uncommon? Yes. Yes. Can we have blanket access to a really cool spell? I would absolutely be on board with giving this to a, to characters at a later occasion for sure, since we're not going to get these in the hook because we're not going to get the fifth level. Because yes. this is a really it's cool a spell. Super, that is it's so cool. cool. It's so like flavorful, it. and it's also super useful. I really like it. Mm. Um, but as you spend some time dissecting these spells here, Hanwe learning um, the pack attack spell that because you are a druid you could just have that you have access to that during your daily preparations you want ah, to prepare pack that attack. exists yeah yes <laughs> knowledge unlocked that's how access works yep uh and the dinosaur painting giving you access to painted scout even though you don't actually have the ability to, you don't have the provisions to cast it yet after another half hour hour or so you would all find yourselves drawn back into this final chamber as something started to happen uh, it would be faint at first but the effect would start to increase as your, as Wotan and Harik certainly would largely wordlessly watch. Wotan, his brow furrowed, inquisitive, looking for any signs of detail. Harik, childlike wonder, massive grin uh, across her ancient face. Uh, you would see illumination start to come across this. It doesn't cast light down on the floor. What it does is catch enough light to start to glow hmm. around these various points. Uh, the white paint is seen reflective enough that where it tips up in the edges of these holes, the holes kind of reflects it out specific angles around the holes that are catching the light properly. Some of these painted connections start to illuminate. A few of the emblems start to appear. It is more directly than you could possibly have hoped, a map denoting some region of the realm of the Mammoth Lords. As these lines start to connect, drawing around uh, slowly, starting to faintly almost glow as they catch the moonlight streaming down, images of huge mountains sectioned off around parts of it. One corner of the map, you would see the carved face of a cat start to illuminate. Hmm. <clears throat> that's the, uh... Is that, that would be in us? the northwest corner of the cavern. Um... Gonna quickly try to get that down. X, you are here. Nothing. Yeah, that's the the mall X. You are here. Bring yeah. canvas. We must commit as much of this to writing as we can. Yeah, I'm I'm already I'm starting going. on the back of the map that she gave me. And across this, as a path is illuminated, winding between these massive peaks, passing by forests and a great lake out to the east. At the south, or at the eastern side of the wall, you see the path drawn by these lines narrow to a sigil of a mammoth. Okay. The path is laid. I think that's where we're going. Yep. Hanwi's going to just experiment. She's going to cover 
some of the holes. Does it obliterate some of the map? It's 10 feet. How are you reaching it? Just out of curiosity. Oh, it's actually 10 feet it's, high? It's on the ceiling. Yeah, Standing. it's like the ceiling is illuminating. Standing on like his it's, shoulders. Okay. Yeah, it's, up, yeah you, can, you can pick somebody pick you up shoulders. for sure. Mm -hmm. But like it is the ceiling itself. These bits of paint, some of them are being lit up by the light that's coming through. It is across the ceiling. Uh, as you cover a couple of the holes, uh, you would see some of the paths that that light is just faintly illuminating fade out and in a couple of the holes. Uh, most of them have, uh, would have no effects whatsoever. Most of these interconnecting lines still dark. Most of the symbols still faded. Not helping, Hanwi. <laughs> um, she'll just keep in mind which holes are, and like while she's on Virgis Holder, like make a mark or like maybe just like smudge some dirt just so she can remember which holes are lit um, because the burning mammoths will be following us and it'd be nice if we didn't give them a map about where we were going to go. <laughs> This is breathtaking. You said Grumbach spoke to you of Lost Mammoth Valley. This, perhaps, and that Red Cat Cave? Yeah. This. This is the Earth Gear. The what? The Earth Gear. What's that? These are our ancestral paths. These are where. All of our following used to pass, year after year. The routes forgotten to memory. Before the quake, when we were whole, and our lands vast, was this. This is what Grimbach spoke of. Well, maybe we can find them again and use them. Maybe we can find this Matuak. And the flame he stole. And maybe it can save us. I told you, Grandfather Sven had a plan. He did. He's watching us. He smiles as we see the path he has laid before us. There is, there is hope illuminated across the very sky itself. We will follow it. And, uh, Mertig has kind of come in and is, hand, is handing some writing supplies and some canvas to Wotan, who is also just kind of furiously sketching this. Uh, Murtig, maybe not the best at writing, what with the one hand, so mostly just kind of helping and pointing things out, handing I'm them to go I'm pretty decent. over to the back, it. just Realizes right on the back. doesn't have the arm. Hmm. I'm, I'm pretty decent at it. Even Nocta's kind of come out of the doorway here to sort of peer in at this and see a corner of what she can, but the group of you have a map. As clear as could possibly be, hopefully, to this lost Emmet Valley and this ancestral path not walked in generations. Our Just people haven't walked these lands for many, many years. Scouts will be very important. It's going to be tough. There's no telling what will be there. We do not know the trails. We do not know the passages. We'll have to find them for us. We will. The Burning I... Mammoth would know these, though, wouldn't they? That I cannot say what lives they have led and what travels they have had, what paths they have walked in the generations since the quake, we can't know. It would only hurt us to assume. I've learned much in the past days scouting through this place about the way it works, the way the land is laid. I think I have a better idea of how to help guide us now. 
This map will help, certainly, but while it is direction, it is indistinct. And it seems our journey will have to wide, uh, to wind around far-reaching peaks to the north and south before we arrive at this great lake. If we find it, we'll know we're near. We can only hope the times where has not greatly changed either the lands nor these charts. Mountains should be where they are. The forests, for the most part. I certainly hope the mountains haven't moved. And you have beyond Rivers. proven yourselves. I have nothing less than the utmost faith that you will be able to chart this course for us. I'm looking forward to it, actually. It's almost like we're walking in the path that Grandfather Sven may have walked when he was a child. And some of these lights on the ceiling start to fade. The visage of the cat starts to go away as several of these interconnecting lines drawing these charts and maps start to lose the illumination from the holes posted around them. We've seen what we're here to see. In the morning, I'm excited to get going. Uh, Ferja, pick me up again. Let's go and... I I can pick you up. One, two, (laughs) wee! Um, and uh, Hanwi, with a fistful of dirt, is just going to plug some of these holes. Just enough of ones just to basically, that if they get here at the right time, it's going to make no sense when they come and look at what the heck this place is. try and hide a, a bunch of this map to the ceiling. And do what you Sabotage. Can. I'm also concerned if the burning mammoths are out on our hills, the little frog people, if they don't leave to come into this cave, they're not so civil as we are. We should warn them. We should Although warn them. Uh, The lady in the lake, she can, she yeah, can talk to them. Gov Kanara can tell them. With that, seemingly nothing left to be found in the depths of this cavern here. You would impart your warning to Gothganara, who, more than happy uh, to come when called forth from the pool to meet with you once again, her favorite of all the mortal denizens she's ever interacted with, <laughs> would come forth, maybe. Mm. Gothganara. We go now to the east to follow the paths of our ancient ancestors, but we are being pursued. Um, Those who used to be part of our following are chasing us and are trying to destroy us. They are not nice people. I fear for the little, little ones in the cave. If those mean guys come in here, they will not be so nice as we are. I will warn them as I can, but... I am not surprised. This, these are the whims of most of your kind, are they not? Many. I know too well that you here are exceptional. You stand taller than most of your kin. But I will warn them all the same. Perhaps with their treasure reclaimed now, they will listen. They can go and flee into the tunnels below. Good. I'd hate to think of them being hurt. I suppose then I will simply keep to my pond. If more of your kind come, I don't recognize. Perhaps we'll meet again the next time we come this way. If you will be here, as this lake is still here, so uh, as this lake will still be here, so too will I. Good. 
and you make your way back out through the broken Tusk encampment. The rest of the night, while an excited haze of planning and preparation, really doesn't have a ton that you can do other than just kind of mentally ready yourselves and sleep. Sleeping is good. Solar midnight is quite late. And since you are going to be the scouts heading up the forefront of this adventure, uh, it is going to uh, definitely need you well rested and readied. We've been awake since early morning. So... Now for the fun part. The map, please. Exploration. Thanks, thanks to level three, I'm now an expert in survival. Expert in survival will probably help you here. As we are traveling lands and paths completely forgotten to the broken tusks and to our people. You don't know these lands. You don't know where they lead. All you know is that you are looking for a winding passage that leads to a valley pass sequestered far to the east. Weeks, possibly months, a journey away. The map for all aid it gives imparts very little in the way of a sense of scale. Mm -hmm. You have no idea how far this Lost Mammoth Valley may be. But with the intricacy of the charts and laid into the ceilings, you feel as if it is going to be one of your greatest journeys yet. The following morning, awake and ready, there is little option for where you will head. The following gathering their things, having had a few nights of rest before the grandparents and now here, they are ready for the long road ahead. And I'm just gonna take the liberty of assuming do you use the next two days to move into the only hills tile that goes in the general direction that you want to go? We do have a third day of rations. You have another? Do you have a, one more use of rations? So we could force you can yeah. get there in one we, day. You, yeah. so, you would like to do that. So getting out of here being your utmost priority, uh, this will be one of the first times as you are wound around to the peaks now that you are separated from the red glow of the burning mammoth horde in the distance. It's both a blessing and a curse. While that pressure no longer hangs overhead, that doom ever present in the distance, you have no idea how much distance you still have. Were they to emerge around the corner through the mountain pass you would pass through, they would be only a few days journey away. And when they appear, well, we don't know how well they'll be able to follow this route. It's very possibly not better than we do. One day's journey brings you up into the hills using the last bit of your rations to put what distance you can. That evening, you would be met in the Otter House tent by Ergola, who has another rare moment of respite uh, from her triplets, her great uh, <laughs> horde of very attention-needing Infants. You can call them a gaggle. I, I think. can call them a gaggle. Children. You can go with a gaggle. They're it's a not even the children. They're yet. a gurgle. It's babies. They're like a month old. Newborns. New. Yeah, we're still in. I think we. I don't know at what point you go from newborn to I infant, but it's probably still newborns. Yeah, they're only like a month old. Uh, Nocta, going through some when ceremonial rites and just and just usual uh, mm. checks, uh, ensuring they are growing hell. Ergola meets with a group of you. Hanwi? Hmm? 
You are wise. You are wise somehow beyond what even I seem to have learned. In all my time scouting for the following, I have forgotten the very simple things. You... I know you have been inspiring some of the others to uh, set traps in your wake to leave some inconveniences for the Burning Mammoth Horde following. Ah, well, it would... I I certainly gave no orders. But uh, I did... I do admit I did muse out loud. I do smile at the thoughts of any amount of pain that we can give them. But... There is something so much simpler than that, something so much greater we can do that may actually have wondrous effects. We can disguise our routes. We can hide our trail. We can spend some time obscuring the passage of the following. It's like trying the, hiding the tracks of a whole following is like shearing a mammoth, but the effort might be worth it. We can ford ri- rivers, put plant false tracks, if we can even delay the burning mammoths for a few days, that could be the difference we need. It was pointless before. We could see each other the entire time, but here, maybe, where there is all of this cover, we may have options. I don't know anything of the lands before us any more than you do, but if there is cover of mountain, and it does not seem it opens much, we may be able to divert them. Hmm. I do like the idea of them scouring through trees and valleys looking for us when we were far away. Huh. So, as you travel, once you arrive in a hex, in addition to reconnoitering the area for any kind of opportunities or dangers, you can also attempt a couple of various means to throw the burning mammoths off of your trail. The most direct and the most obvious is attempting to conceal the tracks of the following, to conceal your campsite and obscure where you would have went from them, from there, making them spend additional time trying to figure out where you had gone. You could also go a step further. You could attempt to plant fake tracks to lead them entirely in a wrong direction, and the landscape, uh, if the landscape provides, fording rivers is an easy way to have the following attempt to lose the track. You can do much what hunters and wild animals do on a grander scale. We'll just set traps down the false path because they won't believe it's the real path unless they run into traps. <laughs> yeah, true. Or you conditioned them. I was yeah. uh, also uh, <laughs> We've been conditioning them for, mu- for a month now. That uh, one of the craftsmen uh, in the camp may help me fix my shield. Or have, provide you still get a new one. Yeah, yeah can, can I get a replacement? Your shield is gonzo. You definitely get just another basic cool. shield for sure. I just want to requisition another shield. For you. No, that's no problem at all. Okay. You have to talk to the quartermaster? <laughs> no. Thank you. You don't want to go but, talk to the quartermaster? Um, as there's only so much you can do while you are moving, like the most you could do this would be every other hex. Okay. Uh, if you're obscuring and trying to plant false trails literally constantly as you're moving, you're only slowing yourselves down. Uh, there's This is only, like moderation is is, is the key here. So but, one day false trail, next day traps. Ironically, the earlier on in the trail that we do it, the more effective it's gonna be. Um, I say immediately false trail. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like if, if we no, do- No, it makes no sense here. There's only one way we would go. But exactly. what I mean is the, 
Slam them into the mountains. Wait. <laughs> Wait, the tracks go what back I mean into the cave. When we diverge, that's when we want to do it. Correct. So just more traps for now. Got to condition them. So the following morning and the one after that, uh, again with the next two days, there is little choice of where to proceed. And uh, three days into your journey, you will arrive on the outskirts of the foothills here. Now, thanks to Arkin Forge's dynamic lighting, um, we can reveal a little bit of the area around you as you go um, with so that you can see a little bit of a hint of things that are coming. Mm -hmm. As these foothills actually deeper within the mountains still with these massive looming peaks on every side start to flatten out and widen into what appears to be a much more open, more temperate basin, hmm. you are start, uh, starting to become presented with some options for direction here. Now, notably, while you can see there are like a day's travel, maybe two days travel of relatively timid plains around out to the east, uh, those of you who have been out of the state of Florida, anyone who lives in a place that have, has mountains, knows how deceptive distance is uh, with landscapes that massive. Mm. Uh, you can still see these huge mountains and peaks, again, in every direction, and it's really difficult to gauge how far away those things are. So even from here, it's impossible to tell if those are just gonna be one hex and then immediately impassable mountains, or if that might continue on further. From here, it's gonna be up to your best judgment as the scouting party to chart mm. the path. Put us in charge. False trail to the north, hug mountain to the south. It's as good of idea as any. We can do that. Make yeah. them think we chose the easy route. So after the second day of journeys, as the foothills start to level out, you decide to attempt a winding trail around to the north. So for false tracks, I'm going to need one person to take the lead and one person can aid if you want. Um, it is going to be deception because the art of being able to track these animals and survive the wild doesn't natively make you We're better. We're just going to hide our tracks. Uh, actually, uh, Hanwi is... Uh... Ha Hanwi's gotten a little bit uh, a little bit shifty as her light has come back. Oh, really? Yeah, she has. I will admit that from the pitch to the table, Hanwi is a way sassier character than I was <laughs> expecting. Um, but you can either use deception or if you have a lore check relevant to the terrain. So you're in like okay. hills or foothills here. I don't know if anybody has that. I have terrain expertise. Arctic. I also have terrain expertise, Arctic. but it's survival Arctic. based. Arctic, yeah, terrain yeah. expertise. Arctic Arctic's gives you like a benefit to survival. Yeah, I've got forest lore, but we're not in one yeah, yet. Yeah, forest would definitely have you on forest access for okay. sure. You could use that. I have burglars. So, but yeah, false tracks is just going to be a deception check. Does anybody want to burglar? Aid? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm solid. Aid I'm good. Hanwee's just going to. Try to aid. No, that's uh, all right. I will try to aid. No. No, no, you're not. He's trying to help. If he if he comes no, out with no, you and he's trying no. to help. Can I make a stealth check so he can't help me? <laughs> Give me a deception check on me. Ah, oh, it's only a four. Uh, so that's going to be uh, an 11. Uh, with an 11, you have set up... Like, you, you've never done anything like this before. This is a, a rather different kind of exploit. Uh, you set... The clearest trail that you really can, but it's incredibly hard to replicate the passage of an entire following of 
dozens of people. They're herders. There's just mammoths. not enough garbage and animal poo. That's really <laughs> the problem. And you, you, you feel as if the trail is there. You don't have much confidence that it's going to stall them for long. Okay. Like five minutes before they realize, oh, they, this is all just one person. All these footprints are the same size. <laughs> you also get the feeling um, that co really committing into trying to lay a false trail like this, well, you feel like you probably you probably could do it with some practice. It's definitely also possible that you could end up just committing a lot of time and effort to this diversion uh, <laughs> that may pay no dividends and may just slow the following down. If you critically fail, you are just basically going to spend a day mostly doing nothing as mm. it takes you an additional day to move into the next hex. So what is hiding versus false trail? Um, concealing the tracks would be a very direct survival check. That is uh, like, that I can, that is, that I, yeah, can that do. is like survival to cover tracks is like one of the listed uses of the survival skill. So you are just doing that on a grander scale. I would like to, I, I yeah, would be I willing to we'll try to do to that. that. I think we'll stick to that from now well, on. Since Hanwi is just the only one who's going to go do this false trails, I guess it makes sense. Fair enough. Uh, but learning resting and ready for a new morning north or south i'm still gonna i'm gonna south mountains yeah, yeah we're in yeah, the mountains for now all right one more day four days out here gives you a little bit more of a vision of the area around uh hugging the mountains from here looks like it will have its downsides as this kind of brief respite of a day's journey over relatively flat terrain uh does seem to be giving ways once again to the outskirts of the peaks rough foothills while still visible out to your east are more uh passable planes. We're just playing Civ. Well, let's... Got uh, <laughs> some iron trade? Protect. This is Perhaps kind go of down the middle? Safe. It's not wrong. If, and we then, can, like, if we can peel away from the mountains, we'll make better time. Yeah. North or south as you go to the east? Southeast. Yeah, south probably. So. Yeah. It's in the general direction we want to be going. On the fifth day, you arrive down to uh, this further hex here. Um, entering this plane, uh, you start to come closer to the peaks on the further end of this valley. Uh, their foothills now kind of rising up and terrain becoming more difficult to manage as well. Whether there is a pass through those mountains, either to the south or to the east, is impossible to tell from this distance. We should hide our, pat our tracks here. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um... Make me. It is a. You can use either survival or athletics. Actually, they have an athletics exception, but one person can lead and one person I, can aid. I can aid. I can lead. We can aid first. Huh? Oh. Well, Who I was about to say if athletics was involved, I could definitely do something with it. <laughs> you want to? Do I aid with athletics? Yeah. Give me an athletics check. He's up from the big branches. Hey. Ooh. That is a big boy number two. That is going to be uh, 27. 27 will definitely succeed. You get a plus one to your survival check here. Okay, uh, so that's plus one, plus two. That's going to be a 23. The 23, concealing the existing tracks, does seem to be much easier to do than attempting to plant false ones. I'm sorry, I didn't mention this advance. We want to leave some kind of a marker on this hex for later <clears throat> um, that we can see on the map. 
you have clearly and evidently uh, spent much of the afternoon and the evening concealing the following's passage into this campsite, and some of your time in the morning as well uh, is going to be clearing out any indication of where you had gone. Uh, this will be a difficult trail to pick up. Beautiful. Yeah, this is this is more to what we what we do. Perhaps we swing through the difficult. Um, mm-hmm. Perhaps we swing through the difficult terrain then. Ooh. Yeah. If they choose to go the lazy route, then... it oscillates violently. <laughs> violently hiding the tracks with flare of light. No, it's a great. It's a great marker. Um, I think he's trying to communicate with us. No, yeah, you can. Arnold has total control over the speed yeah. of the animation. Kick it up to play. turbo. Turn it into so, little frog guys. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Exactly. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> so cutting through the mountains uh, potentially to the northeast to throw off the preconceived or notion. just the southeast southeast is probably fine we can keep going in that direction yeah yeah they won't okay. think we chose the hills uh, so as the group of you then head down to the south uh, well you had one vertex because still hills so the first day of travel here uh, gets you straight east then yeah, yeah. straight east straight onto east, yeah. that vertex and uh, and it is here, during the night, as you prepare to enter those foothills, that you would start to see the glow back on the horizon once more. Uh, the horde swings around the corner of the mountains, but they're not as visible as they were throughout the peaks and the foothills. Uh, it's more just, you can't even see like the carpet of torches like you could before so much as during the night, there is just the faintest haze in the distance near Red Cat Cave. Hmm. Your efforts to conceal your tracks and avoid them throughout the mountains here will certainly aid you, but they are coming, hmm. and they are getting they have, they are getting closer. Into the hills will block line of sight. Yeah. Heading south. The second day to the southeastern hex, late in the afternoon, would afford you with some ill news. Um, these foothills lead to veritable walls of stone peeked in on every side. Uh, no passes that you can find, no trails or passages that would have any hope of getting a mammoth through. The following cannot proceed this direction. Cutting back down into the valley then. And the Crap. horde moves one vertex. Fortunately, you still have several tiles of foothills that take them quite some time to traverse. Perhaps then, since south is the only way, we should cut back. But if swinging wide, perhaps we can make them lead into the foothills chasing our trail if they suspect something. Yeah, I think it would actually be advantageous to make them hit the wall. Then we should travel due south, perhaps. If they travel south looking for our trail, they won't find it. Yes. I agree. So we'll stick to the hills, then. So you uh, move down to this... uh second plane tile here. Uh, one day of journey out into that, the second day the Horde needs to even hit that vertex as they're traveling uh, to reveal a lot of interesting passages around. We're sticking to the hills. We're only on a vertex. Oh, you're staying, oh, you're going to the southern hills. My mistake. Yeah, so that way, okay, like, so if, they, like if they go so south, then two days, yeah, they two don't day, find anything. Two days you would get to that mountain yeah. hex south. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then would reveal an even more dire situation than the one you had left from. As the peaks hooking around, they don't look formidable or intimidating from a distance, but as you close in, these foothills just become too rocky, too scattered, 
too difficult to pull the following through. Goodness gracious, these mountains are twisting and torturous. Perhaps we'll have to double back. We'll have to double back, but it would be best as we're doing so to make them think that this was the right way. To make it look like we went this way and committed to it. Perhaps we can just hug the hug the mountains as we travel to try to at least put as much of a buffer between our trail as then their their look is possible. I agree. If we're going to do that, we need to move northwest. Exactly. That's really the only option now, uh, other than retreading, losing precious time, tripsing through the foothills. Northwest puts you back into an empty plain, and on that day, the burning mammoths would move fully into their mountainous hex before Red Cat Cave. Uh, and this would reveal what hopefully does not herald uh, more of the passage ahead of you. These paths are narrow, they are fine, and they are winding. There is only one avenue that you can find that you've seen so far that has <clears throat> any hope of getting the following, even through the mountains just uh, in the grand scheme of things in the same range around Red Cat Cave and even passing through that itself will be strenuous. We don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. Two more days move you into the foothills revealing that your choice to come here was wise. <laughs> With mountains. With all that was remaining. And hide trails. With mountains black, uh, blocking on either side. Uh, these two days, again, this hill allows the burning members to move into the vertex. The next mountainous hex. I want to conceal like, I think this would be the place to conceal like crazy. Agreed. But here, you see the land to the south drop down away from you. Uh, you see a great veil. Now, you don't need to reveal anything specific, but you see a great wooded veil. Hmm going dozens of miles out before you, sprawling out, opening to the south, the west, and the east. As this opens into this deep, secluded, verdant canyon, <clears throat> nestled back within this range. Uh, and you are going to conceal your tracks here as well. Yeah. Um, you want to do the same two people, athletics, aid? Yep. Sure. Then arm survival? That's going to be a 19 altogether. With this pass here, it's a little more difficult. The ground is harder. You're not going to get the aid, so it's going to be a raw survival check. I didn't make it worse, though. You didn't make it worse. That's going to be a 28. 28. I got an 18 on the die. And I'm an expert in survival. With the, uh, I wasn't doubting you. I was just like, that's yeah. a pretty big that, that, number. I'm just saying, like, that's um, like the biggest number we've rolled, and it, we picked the right thing. With Ozosh's approach, uh, trying to kind of use his strength <clears throat> to smear and obscure some of these trails, it's it's somewhat difficult. The ground is hard. It's stone. It's it's you, there's just too much. It's like you can't work it. You are big, strong Ozosh. You lifted the adulthood boulder. I did. But, <laughs> but Ergola taught us to be more crafty. You can use that to your advantage. The trails are also much lighter, even with the passage of your entire following. And with your knowledge, uh, with a critical success, it looks it's as if the following was never here. Perfect. Perfect place for it. They see us <clears throat> doing loop-de-loops in the valley, 
and then disappear. And then disappear. Joy riding out in the valley. As uh, as you finish this second day of journey and cover your trails uh, and start securing a place to camp for the night, you see the first sign of like any significant habitation or life throughout this region. Obviously, there is the wildlife of the wilderness here. You are in unexplored territory. But coming up a few, uh, between a couple of these foothills, what looks to be miles further to the south, is a single, barely visible in the setting sun, thin trail of smoke, as if from a campfire. Hmm. Huh. Might be worth figuring out who that is for information. They're likely to know more of the area than we would. Agreed. Maybe they'll be friendly. Well, it seems not. Seems to be 50-50 with that. Hmm. Remember, speak to them in Sylvan. I remember, I remember. Do Fae set fires? I'm sure I they mean, do. Fire Fae probably do. I don't I think you made that up just now. Well, why? They're they're Fae of Fire. Why wouldn't they set fires? Resting for the night. <laughs> Stories of Age of Ashes Volcano Fae left to another day. Fae. Uh following morning, what do we want to do? Yeah, go into the south. forest. Bring a pie to the neighbor. We're, we're heading towards fire. We're, yep, we're going to um, go investigate. Do you want to go towards the forest or towards the open plain? Wherever the fire was. Uh, the fire is lit. Like, these hexes are like a, like a dozen miles. The fire is probably all still within this hex. I mean, uh, that would be like oh, you could spend a day oh, reconnoitering here. the hex. Yeah, it's like it's a couple miles away. It's not like you could get there uh, that we'll night. we say hello. Okay. Um, reconnoiter. Reconnoiter the hex. As in the morning... Uh, you know the general direction, uh, but the smoke would no longer be visible. Let me find that again real quick. Where be reconnoiterage? Uh, I am going to need a perception or survive. Oh, it's actually just perception for reconnoitering. Huh. I, um, I can lead. Huh? I can lead or do you want to lead? I'll lead. Okay, you can lead. Hello. Natural 20. <laughs> Crit success get anything? Plus two. Plus two? Is it plus two for that? Plus two, yes. Rocking. Yeah. All right, well then. Uh, I roll I'm a pretty, five. Pretty sure the smoke was over there. You're like, no, it had to be north. Uh, so actually, that's okay. a um, that's an 18 altogether. 18 altogether? Because I'm an expert in perception now. Hey. hey. Okay. Um, with the 18, as you are exploring the area that's out trying to find this, uh, it, it ends up actually not being terribly difficult to locate. Uh, the passage here is a much more difficult canyon than the one that led between the grandparents. Uh, similarly, your following is going to have to move across a very narrow path. There's very few options for how you can get mammoths and this entire group of people through the rocky shelves of these areas. And at one point, this narrows near like all the way to just a couple of dozen feet along a stream uh small nothing that you could use to obscure the following's movements like a, a small brook running down from further up within the peaks that seems to have worn its way through over time fortunately is basically the only way that we can pass through this and with an 18 to reconnoiter as you arrive just Exactly with an 18. Not 20s matter. Thank you, thank you. The group of you see signs that maybe a half dozen people have been through here 
extremely recently. Hmm. Did they leave tracks? <sighs> Looks like a group that travels extremely lightly. Uh, the footprints seem to be human enough or humanoid enough anyway, uh, but they seem to be carrying very little kit or gear. There's no signs of any animals uh, that would bear the load with them. There's no signs of any sleds being dragged. They look like scouts. Very possibly mm. scouts. And can I make them my prey? As you see this, yeah, you can actually make something here, your prey. Sure. Uh, as you see this and move into this canyon here, you see a figure emerge from uh, behind a uh, boulder a little ways ahead. It may be only be 20 feet afield from the group of, you, group of you as you come down. It is a man with a huge bone-bladed two-headed axe just hefted over one shoulder, a massive wooden haft and there were a dozen various strange charms and fetishes dangling from the pommel. He is drawn about with a necklace, uh, looks to be of animal ribs, stitched together, uh, and a belt with a skull and shoulder blades and pelvic bones, perhaps from the same beast, painted with red, uh, red emblems, and really not much else, save for a light fur shawl atop kind of holding these things together. Does he have burning mammoth things on him? The man bears a scar across the bottom yep. of his jaw. Mm. This bright, kind of red, <clears throat> tainted, boiled, burnt flesh. As he comes out into view, grin on his face, and sees the groupia. What do you know? Uh, just who we were looking for and gonna hold up my weapon. Let's see whose is better. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're burning mammoths. You're far afield. Do you think Ivarsa is stupid enough to have the whole of our forces slowly plodding after your pathetic little group? Yes. yes. <laughs> we'll die fools then. But Up high. We've so many of your of your scouts lie dead. Perhaps we can work something out to at least save. On the other you. side of the rock, another figure comes around, kind of similarly dressed, a woman, equally well built, with a very similar battle axe. Uh, the blade of it skittering across the rock behind her as she drags it through the gravel and comes around. Uh, a burn rolling up across her nose, over, uh, through one eye and over the other, down the opposite ear. Figure what out? Yeah. If you think you can run, tusks are great at that. First. Only thing we've ever heard you do. The only thing better than running is leaving a trail of dead, broke, burning mammoths behind us. If all the women are that ugly, how do they breed? That is not important right now. And she just kind of grins and looks over to the guy. He sort of shrugs. They are children, as Ivarsa told us. Insults and bicker, as if they'd seen five winters. It is as we expected. Children are not Such weird. cowardice is unsurprising of those who fled to abandon their own people at the first sign of danger. 
Now wait a minute, you're insulting us. You've been doing nothing but that since you showed up. Don't you call us childish well, for such things. Hanmei, they are just barbaric brutes with no brains between their ears. They shun the light of Sister Cinder and attack children on the trail. Quick little, puts his hands up to his mouth and a quick little whistle. And you see a half dozen figures with slings and javelins rise up from their cover behind stones on the uh, ridge above you. Fine. Roots. Unfortunately, the type of duck is uh, not the, not now. At least you seem to have weapons. We don't have to kill your whole following. We kill you. They're hopeless to move forward without scouts. <laughs> we heard your- tried. We heard your chieftain was so weak, he barely even survived the night at Rockloom. Oh. Is this true? We're done. <laughs> I'm pulling. <laughs> you pull the bow. <laughs> We're going to roll some initiative here if you want to bring us to, uh, it is the Reaver Squad map. Could we have been doing exploration activities? You, I will give you definitely scouting. Someone Woo. definitely get uh, your place shield if it matters. That is in the name. That's in the title of what we yeah. do. We are I would scouts. be scouting. You'd be raised shield. Yep. <laughs> and then recall knowledges and perceptions yeah. and all that yeah. good stuff. Yeah. All was, the good things. What matters is one of them was my prey. Hey. And, and I'll say the guy who stepped out first is your prey. The, okay, the, good. The big dude. Uh, what was um, his name again? Dead. Did, didn't well, he said a name. I don't think that was his name, unless he's the guy who talks. He, he, he refers to himself as his name. Five figures up on the ridge on the eastern side here. Okay. These two shielded oh, hobgoblins. Oh, baby! Our dice are hot can be today. Axe wielding. Ours aren't so much. Burning mammoths. <laughs> it's okay. My you. dice. I, I didn't roll above a seven last session, so it had Fair. to come equal. Fair. Why is it never peaceful? It should be mixed. You know, it's like half and half. Yeah. <clears throat> They're all behind rocks. They're kind of strewn across the ridge. Uh, so Ozash, I heard sounds of woe and despair. What kind of what woe the and despair? Plus one is going to be a fourteen. Fourteen. Hey, it's one higher than the thirteen you got. Yeah, that's that true. Your initiative is Garbo today, my friend. Aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Nineteen. Nineteen. Pretty good. But it's okay. But I didn't take any damage last combat, so. That's true. Arm. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Is that a hard net twenty? Eighteen. Eighteen. Close enough. Perception. Expert. Uh, Expert plus nine, uh, plus uh, one for uh, scouting, plus one for ranger, ranger things. I got. You got an eighteen Did also. Twenty-seven. It said ranger things. I was like, like what? A crap. <laughs> um, twenty-three. Okay, so we're actually like kind of striated here. Yeah. Uh, so I'll do this. Um, Slinger squad. Skull crusher. <laughs> The interior design. Slinger squad on the side <laughs> oh here. Oh my god! I'm dead! <laughs> oh my god! Absolutely gonna be last. Uh, they are not quick to the pole and they have some range. This is um, why we can't have nice things. They're at their leisure. They're not feeling immediately threatened. <laughs> then the Reavers up in the front, as Aram knocks an arrow, um, are going Ooh. to come in with a 23, which is gonna put them. A What'd you get? You also got 23, 23. I think? 23. 23 says, yeah, put them right in here. Uh, that's, so, that's fair. That. Storytelling dice indeed. Arm's like, I'm done. Draws his bow. <laughs> You're up first. Holy pilgrimage feet. So, which guy is the one with the big axe who was talking crap? The two down on the ground by the rock both have big axe. The one on the right is the big the guy. guy. The one on the left is yeah. the lady. So, uh, one on the right is I your prey, Arm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then there are five more. 
scattered uh, Burning Man members off to the side across the stream, couple up on the ridge, few on the ground, all kind of behind boulders with slings and javelins. Um, so Aram's going to take two quick uh, shots, a quick flurry at him with hunted shot. Okay. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Uh, well. That's another 18. Uh, so gonna that's going to be a 27. 27 will hit. Almost crits, but not quite. Uh... Damage. So one damage. One damage. Pew. Boink. Okay. Boink. And then Boink. my second. At minus three. Uh, this one goes totally wild. Uh, he got really excited about making that first shot and then just totally whiffs on the second. Um, and uh, he will uh, take one more shot at minus six. Uh, that's still going to be a 20. 20 will hit. Ranger Flurry, pretty good. Ranger Flurry, pew, pretty pew, good. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, for four damage. Okay. Five total. Yeah, one action left. Uh, he started as your prey because he found the tracks. Yep. And I am going to hide. You don't have any cover or anything. You're just kind of in a area you can't just like hide in plain sight yeah. you're not sometimes you're you not can. Yeah. don't be don't be baited by what the, the capture seek pulls so they have a card that says you can um true sheik but you need to be able to take the hide or sneak action oh like, okay so, yeah, so it doesn't matter hide. no that's okay. trigger when you do hide you have nothing to hide behind you're just in the middle of you this can't hide area. behind hallway you definitely cannot hide behind <laughs> hallway. but what if i could um in which case uh i'm going there is some uh thick brush across the stream to your left. Yeah, you I'm gonna make my way to? over there. Okay, and um, I would let you. The stream's difficult terrain, but you definitely have enough speed. I'm, I'm also across. fleet now, so. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not a problem. Um, Verja, the two that were the most excited for the murder are the two that get to go first, as befits. Yeah, that's a big rock between the two of them. Has a big old boulder <clears> between the two of them. It's a bit taller than they are, rising up probably about seven feet. So Verja's not dumb. He knows if he runs that one, all these guys can see him. But if he runs that one, there's a rock in the way. Yeah, there's a rock. I'll give you some cover for sure. So First rage, big brain. sprint over towards that one, and then take a swing trying to uh, use the rock. And that is exactly 30 feet. So you immediately get fleet value. Yep. Which you took at level three. Because yeah. <laughs> why not? But uh, trying to use the rock and the pick together, rock in a hard place, and let's see how well that works. <clears throat> For a three. All of my attack rolls have You've had been... a terrible time. You've had a bad day. Today. It's okay. But it to happens be fair, to all of my non-combat rolls have been 18 plus. That's true. Verja raging runs in for a big swing as the guy that was next to the session. The guy next to the boulder takes these two arrows and just like he he, he takes <clears> the two hits, one to the shoulder, one into the side, staggers a bit, and hefts this battle axe up over his shoulders, rushing forward. And uh as he does, he throws a hand up towards Amka and turns out, the horned one, bring her down! Oh, that's right. And uh, <laughs> charges Ozash. Uh, and as he closes in, axe overhead, he just lets out a wordless battle cry. Rawr! Comes down to strike. Oh. And uh, this bellowing howl here uh, is, rather than me, 
I'm gonna make you do a will save instead. Cause it's supposed to be an intimidate check versus everyone's will DC, but I'd rather you guys all make will saves against his intimidate DC. Okay. Cause that's more fun. I like it when you guys get the roll. Besides, we got iron will this, this level. I got a Ooh. 17. 25. 25. Well, 25 is obviously good. 29. 29 is obviously good. 20. 20 is good. And uh, Ozash? 10. And 17. 17. So Ozash and Verja, you are <clears throat> frightened one. Loud noise behind you. By this bellowing Startled. howl here. Oh. And uh, as you sort of jump, he brings this battle axe down towards you. So your shield is up. You got exploration activities. You would have plenty of time to put it up while they were talking. Shield. Um, frightened Uno. I'm spooked. Spooky. Pointed the target on me. Where's my hero point cards? Sanctuary. They got stuck under here. Sanctuary. Uh, but he is going to swing down for a 15. Uh, oh, nice. Ozosh, yeah, and, even, uh, even spooked Ozosh just kind of feels the edge of the blade and just veers it off. You get the feeling of having <clears> these two arrows for the moment he doesn't seem to be taking this super seriously. He put way more effort into the yell than the actual yeah. did. The one in, <laughs> He's the, a little winded after one in the corner as Verge runs up and you just swing at her. She kind of dips out of the way and looks <clears> up with a bit of a smile and kind of grits her teeth, uh, whips her battle axe up off the ground throws her head back and just sort of loses herself for a second. She is also gonna rage. Uh, and then she's gonna bring her battle axe down towards you. Barbarian time. Just turn all that off. Dude, you can all just stop. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Nothing to see here, everybody. He's gonna get an at 20. Oh God. Oh boy. Oh, oh no. So it's gonna be a little bit I'm of a I'm raging and I have the most health in the party. Yeah. So if I go down in one hit, the fight is already over. We're, we're doomed if that's the case. Um, boop, boop. 16 points of slashing damage. Oh. 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 That's all 56 um, And as this slams into you, I need you to make me a fortitude save. Oh no, fortitude. 16 was a glancing hit. Uh, it's a 19 on the die, You're and I'm solid. a barbarian. Yeah, you're definitely fine. Uh, and after this kind of slams in, you take it surprisingly well. See, non-combat rules, yeah. hot fire. She sort of cocks her head. A broken toss, it doesn't keel over instantly. And pulls it back and swings it back and swings <laughs> it down again. A little harder so, than that. I can get behind this! <laughs> <laughs> Natural 20. Oh no! Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> We're just having a good time over Do here. I need to make another make me to <laughs> uh, That's a 13. Uh, 13 total? Yeah. Uh, this second half of the well, first the one is going to knock you to the ground. Uh, the force behind this blow slamming you down onto your butt in the dirt here. Uh, and you are going to take. 18 points of slashing damage because I rolled one higher, so it's two higher. Amka. Feels nice to be able to take the entire healer's health bar at one and a half times over <laughs> and still feel relatively okay. Oh, I don't like being singled out like this. Um, and you see all of the slingers turning towards you, reading. As I stand in the light of the sun, I am protected by, by Sister Cinder's guide. Thanks, Ray. <laughs> no! <laughs> and then I'm gonna kind of move up against the cliff. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, from there, you could absolutely take cover and gain cover against all of the attackers. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Sanctuary, so move. Also, well, not right now, but like yeah, when you have that. I'm just going to be over here trying to block some line of sight. Yeah. I'm not no. stupid, stupid. I'm just a little dumb. All right. Uh, Hanwi. Hey, leave Umko alone. Light of the moon gathers in my hands and become a storm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to keep charging it. <laughs> Line Next of time. Them. <laughs> hmm. That's some interesting burn scars you got there. Maybe I should add some. So then <laughs> he takes his axe back and you see the blade just turn bright red in its zoom heat and steam. Scuttle, scoot! It's going to be Scorching Ray Spell Strike. Ooh. Big Break hit. Burn a boy. Solid. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Dirty 20 definitely hits him. Woo. So that's going to be 46 plus 1d8. Plus your strength. Plus, yep. plus four. That's a pretty good slap. That's, pretty good slap. that's a good scorching race. Pretty good spell. That, that's some hot. Thank you, Secrets that's, of Magic, it's, it's for giving hot. us one of the old trustees back. That's why they're called burning tusks. Or burning mammoths. They burn real easily. Uh, that's going to be 18 damage altogether. <clears throat> pretty solid. Wow. Um, as that slams into him, 18 just on a regular hit. Spell strike, good. Yep. Uh, one action left. And then he's going to, after it just makes a big scorching mark across this guy's chest. He's going to follow up with uh, his focus spell shield. He's like, Skold, Grudal. Bonk. Uh, that is minus 10. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's, he's, it's going to whiff, but most importantly, it's going to make the shield draw back and hold him up. Solid. And as he kind of recoils back from this scorched a little bit, he kind of shakes the stars out of his eyes for a moment as a slinger squadron up here on the hill. Let's just do this like the bucket way. What's your will DC or spell DC? <laughs> 19. All right, so I'm going to roll a bunch of d20s, and I'm going to tell you how many people made the sanctuary check. Uh, well, it matters which order they come in, because a critical success breaks the spell if the oh, first for one critically yeah. succeeds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if they critically okay. succeed. All right, I thought yeah. that was like for them. Fair yeah. enough. Okay, so, so we'll just go down the line then. First will save is a 23. Okay. Second will save is a 21. Okay. Third will save is a natural one. Okay. One of them can just never attack Waste you again. Action can attempt to attack the target for the rest of Sanctuary's duration. Okay, so yeah, one of them has two actions and can't hit you ever until this is gone. Number four is a 13. Okay, he fails. What's that? Um, he can't attempt to attack me further this turn. Wait, so he can't he attack me. He loses the action. Okay, so. All right, and the last the one is an 18. And he fails too. Okay, so only two of them are attacking you. Nice. And Very well done. Bloody sanctuary. One of them can never attack you again. <laughs> For the rest he, of his life. Forever. For the rest They're of just, his life. It's probably accurate. <laughs> so two slingshots coming down towards Hanley. She rushes across to try to get to cover. Uh, it is going to be a 20 and a 13 to okay. hit. The, the 13 misses, the 20 Woo! hits. And I'm then, up missed. Woo! <laughs> and then the second, did they make a big save per turn or per attack? I think it's just per it's turn, attack, right? attack, the creature. Each attack. Um, creature attempting to attack the target must attempt the will save each time. Okay, well then they're gonna make will saves again because they're just slinging. Um, 18 and 20. 
Um, twenty passes. So. so one more, one more out, and then one more shot. This gets to twelve. Oh, they reload zero. So sling. Reload. Slings are just slings. Yeah. Yeah, they just. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. Like, there's no reload. Bows are reloads. Oh, it is reload. No, it is reload one. So it would just be like her. her that would be the last yeah. attack. So that, that last attack is the that one's the last one I get. Uh, the other two, or the other three rather, that failed their sanctuary saves. They would are, still be loaded. Yes, they're still loaded. They have two actions left. Um, they are going to fling their little pebbles at Hunwee, because I don't know what the hell she's doing, but it sure looks pretty looks, involved. Looks kind of spooky. Uh, probably looks like a thing they should try to stop. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe a good idea. Nah. Sanctuary is extremely yeah. good when dealing with a bunch uh, of... One of them, uh, Hanmi's going to just lean to the side with a last second sidestep, and it'll automatically miss. Okay, let me just roll these again, and I'll just roll two. I swear uh, if he rolls a 20 now. <laughs> You're doing He's this all. Warhammer I'll just so one of dice. these one of these you're able to duck. The other two are absolutely terrible. Um, them having been like magically compelled to retarget at the last minute. Uh, two of these sling bullets kind of going wide past Hanwe as they all reload like, their slings with the last action. Look at this aim at me. The sun Ooh. just gets in their eye. The sun's <laughs> behind them. It just gets in their eye. <laughs> the, the, the snow pack on the peak in front yeah. of them, kind of really snow blind. They look down. There you go. Aram. Uh, Aram, uh, seeing uh, Ozosh uh, dueling with this guy, would like to drop him as soon as possible so Ozosh can move on with his life, um, is going to take two quick uh, shots because he still his prey. Okay, yep. Uh, it's an 18 on the die, so that's going to be a 27. Loaded die day, 27. <laughs> yeah. He is not raging, so it's a regular hit. Okay, and my second shot is going to be a five. Uh, it just kind of flies off. Um, it's going to be six damage. Ooh, good. That's still damage. Plink, plink, plink. Damage plink. do be damage. And um, I'm going to take one more shot at him with a flurry. Minus six? Minus six. Uh, it's going to be uh, 18. 18 will hit him. Hey. Shoot a lot. That's min damage. It's only one. That sucks. damage. Lay that into him with the stuff that you've piled up on this first guy. He is pretty well bloodied. He staggers. He is barely still on his feet. There's not much left. I got one action. Um, I am going to attempt uh, to uh, sneak uh, okay. out in the open. You need to be hiding first. I'm um, going to try to hide. Okay. Make me a... Well, I think I just made this... That guy, you can just make me the stealth check because it doesn't okay. even know immediately who still sees you or not if they target you. Versus the perception DCs of all of these fine people. Uh, so it's going to be a 19. So you duck down in the brush after these couple of shots. You don't seem to be anyone's primary target right now, and that doesn't change. You're <clears> kind of <throat> able to fade away pretty easily here as they're all occupied elsewhere. Uh, and then you can use your card, because now you hit. Thank you. We got there. Okay. Until the end of your turn, you gain the benefits of greater cover after taking the hide or seek action. So now you have greater cover as well. So that's a plus four to your AC against any range attacks that target down towards you. Nice. Um, Verja. Verja not happy. Probably Verja not. You're on the ground, ground and you're upsetty. 
You're both raging at each other. This yeah. is like a barbarian party. <laughs> so going to use the rock <clears throat> to uh, stand back up. And uh, I'll have an enemy with attack of opportunity someday. Eventually. <laughs> but for now, if it can use knockdown, I'm not concerned about it having attack of opportunity. That's it's already fair. got one too many good things. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even knockdown. Knockdown's two actions, but knockdown's also an auto success, I think. This is just on hit, yeah. save. Yeah. It, it's knockdown adjacent. Knockdown adjacent. We'll take knockdown and, adjacent. Uh, <laughs> my turn now. And uh, going to take two swings back at her. Get I up think they're flirting with each other. <laughs> Possibly. This is how Mark. First is in love. <laughs> nice. Um, 19. 19 will 20. hit. Doesn't 20 hit still hit. hits. Yeah. 20 still hits. Bigger numbers hit. That's only going to be six damage. That's still damage. Damage. It's on the board, kid. And then... Schmack. Another schmack. Uh, that will miss. Only a six on the die. You got one. And I'll just go right back, back to her, because you two are just swinging on each other. She's uh, in love with you. And as she raises this, uh, this axe back up, takes one of your hits, steps back from the other one, uh, she also just lets out this feral battle cry. Um, and there's only two of you, so I'll just roll the into Well, yeah, we'll do the same way. Virgin knows how to make me will saves. Um, and then already raging, she is just going to con continue swinging into Virgin. You two are just slapping the hell out of each other. Are you kidding me? You're having a 17. good time. Again. You're frightened one. 10 again. You're frightened one. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do well with loud noises. Loud they're easily spooked. Mammoths make very loud noises. All right, big choji, big chop the first. Um, you know, this is a barbarian love affair. I'm never going to use either <laughs> of these. I'm going to accept that. I want to get my two cards. Already hit me with two 20s. Into a hero point here. Give me another 20. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he demands another 20. I didn't get a 20. Oh. You got a 19. I did get a 19. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> give, me, give me the crit. <laughs> She's in love. I don't know about Virgia, but she is. I'm impressed. I'm taking three crits. She is adamantly expressing Virgia's her love a little here. punch drunk here. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, 14 points of slashing damage. I haven't rolled above. The, I haven't rolled above the 50th percentile on her damage yet. So that's good. <laughs> Fort, Not enough. Fort She's is, trying her best. It's just not enough. Is this is this how that works? Give me a fort save, and she's going to swing, and she just looks at you. What? You, bloody. <laughs> definitely she bloody. Stops for a second. Not twenty. <laughs> You're with the wrong tribe. Why are you with these weaklings? And it takes another big old swing. Um, Ozash just sees like hints of this, and he's just utterly confused. Seventeen. <laughs> No. You frightened one? Still no? Mm -mm. Frightened one and raging? Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I feel like that's right there. Wait, no. Regular 20, hit. No. 18. No, that's not. I'm raging at 20 now. Base 20. Yeah, base 20. Ooh, we that's what I three, said. We're level three. Yeah, there's Just no way. Thank barely you. Barely swings misses. this and kind of grazes it across your armor and, uh, and just sort of pulls back. Join us. Burned them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the only thing you'll be joining is the bodies we've left behind. The other one over here with Ozash is also going to pull sounds. his axe up. It's going to stagger it's romantic. a bit. <laughs> roll back forward, rage, put the second hand on his axe, and just like he's trying to chop a tree down, like a half-handed uh, half swing, 
real short up close here. This man's eating three crits. <laughs> three like, crits and then dodged the hit that would have taken me down. Um, only a 13 to hit our nose. I've seen it before you and he's just going to glaze it off again. You really are just the, like the Malachite is actually working. You're rolling all the bad numbers so everyone else can roll max and you're taking all of the crits so everyone else is fine. Like <laughs> he's doing our hero. You're actually an RNG sinkhole today. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. I don't have to always lay 20s on the table if I absorb the RNG. I rolled a two and a four. You are like literally sucking all of the RNG <laughs> into yourself. I've hit you with a 20, a 20, and a 19. It's like a reroll. Like, <laughs> what the And heck? I apparently can't. Good job. What is what happening? Chaos. But as he chops and Ozash is kind of fending him off with the, uh, the shield here, he seems almost confused uh, by this cold iron. <laughs> you can kill us. You can take us down. Your following is dead. You're never getting out of this pass. Uh, um, you say that. <laughs> um, so the stream is difficult terrain? The stream is difficult terrain. It's so, like one square difficult terrain. So I... 25, is it possible for me to get back here? I'm trying to add this up. It's like... F five? I'm trying to get within 20, 30. 25. You can get like diagonally adjacent to Ozosh because the stream would be 15. Yeah. Cause you can get to get there, get basically. His, yeah. I'm trying to get within hill, hill range of this five, big idiot. 15. It's exact. Oh, you're yeah, there. you're exact. You're, you're, you're good. Exact. You're there. You're in there. Your fight's not done, Persia. <laughs> but a lot of the sun, please don't let me die. Um, second level heal now, because... We can. We do up. it. They yeah. you do that, and she sees Virgil's wounds closing. She turns to all the slingers. We told you to kill her! <laughs> oh, it's 2d8 now, yeah. isn't it? 2d8 plus 16. So... Math, 22, 25. Oh, I guess 24. That was pretty close. <laughs> Honley. It's like a crit and a half. <laughs> um, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Honley's well, murderous instinct took over for a sec there. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just going to fling it up, actually cackling madly. Oh boy. I love Honley. What happened to Honley? She was so innocent. She got level two. <laughs> That's what happened. Anka always level moved. three. Um, and so this one right here is the primary target. <clears throat> Horizon Thunder Sphere Explosion. It's also going to catch the closer of the Reavers, too. Uh, this here? It's the, uh, it's, the closer it's, it's, of the Reavers, the axe guy, isn't it? Isn't it like 60 feet? It's a 60-foot range, but when I hit oh, my target oh, oh. Uh, with the charge, it explodes in an emanation. So all of these guys are going to get I thought hit. the emanation was 60 feet. Oh, that, that was like a comic. No, no, been no, 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 no. <laughs> no okay. So it's going to hit all of the slingers. So the, the, the first, the slinger that I target is going to hit with the hit with a 24. That's going to hit him. Okay, so he's going to be taking the 3d6. So he takes 11. Okay. And emanation explodes out from him is going to hit them for four. They have a basic reflex. Does the 11 also take the four? No, because it's an emanation, not a burst. Fair enough. Okay, so four of saves of the reflex. DC 19. DC 19. Um, one fail, three pass. Okay, uh, the fail takes six. The, the, pa the ones that pass take three. Okay. Uh, so this blast surging out through all these, uh, for a moment, crippling all of these slingers. You see it rip through all of them. And uh, that's your entire turn. That's my whole turn, yeah. As this little tiny moon just rips them. Uh, one of them, the one that takes the brunt of it near falling over just from that alone, Ozosh. 
Oh, you just said cannot seem to land a single hit on me, can you? Ormond! Shocking grass spell strike. Does he have metal armor? Probably not. He's probably. I was about to say, kind. does he have metal on him? Chain it shirt! It's legally a <laughs> chain shirt! The bones count as a chain shirt! You get the metal bonus! This one! It's a flavored chain shirt. Oh, that was very sad roll. I rolled a three, so that oh. is going to whiff right by him. Dang it. I was excited. You got one action left. Shield. Mm -hmm. Sad Ozosh uh, noises. All the slingers up on the <laughs> ledge have a new goal. <laughs> that doesn't happen again. Um, so Hanwi... You're going to charge another one, they all run at you. Hanwi is getting all of the slingers now. <laughs> Screw! Um, yeah, see? See? I did a good job. Sanctuary. Hanwei's my sanctuary. Oh, I thought I was like, do you have a reaction no. sanctuary? Like, <laughs> no. I stand in front of Hanwei. Can I have cover from uh, Amka standing in front of me? She is much taller than me. You have soft cover, yes. I'll take it. She's um, pretty soft. I have a 26. Uh, normal hit. A 10. Uh, miss. And a natural 20. Uh, critical hit. I have a 25. Hit. And a 23. Uh, normal hit. So we have a critical hit and three normal hits and mm -hmm. one complete miss. You're about to get pebbled. So critical hit, three normal hits, is literally identical as if all five of them hit you. So I'm just going to roll it that way because that's easier in my head. That'd be good, Peter. It's not about how strong the rocks Slingy are. bullets. It's about the number of rocks there are. You're going to take a total of 24 points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh, for getting machine gunned by rocks. As you that's are, pretty good. Yeah, pe well, they're freaking slings. <laughs> Not like the world's greatest weapon. Um, but <laughs> the, but in great numbers, uh, you're going to see like a, a, a deluge of these come down. Uh, everyone is going to take one action to reload their slings. How does Hanwi look? Uh, Hanwi uh, is down on one knee uh, and is bleeding profusely from a bad head wound. 16. Uh, miss. 21. A hit. For five points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, she's uh, a little bleary-eyed and kind of drunk from that one. 20? That's Dirty? a hit. Dirty 20? Dirty 20. Yeah, uh, 19 with light covers plus was one, one right? One, yep. Yep. Three points of bludgeoning damage? It's exactly enough to drop me. And the last <laughs> two that are, we'll say that for, I was kind of going left to right, the two back up on the ridge are going to take cover and get greater cover behind their boulders. Oh, as oh, the, uh, oh no more. And uh, so nobody has loaded slings uh, at the moment. All right. Is cover count as a condition? No. Okay. Um... So, uh, Aram, uh, seeing that Hanwi has gone down, um, really is... Really partially buried under a pile of <laughs> It's like only like seven pebbles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, slime um, bullets are like that that's big. That's yeah, seven They're... little baseballs. How many of those guys have not taken greater cover? The guys... Three. The three on the, your floor have not taken greater cover. Um, they have regular cover from being behind rocks, but... Uh, I'm gonna declare the front one as my prey. Okay. And then I'm going to take... That's the one who got exploded very vigorously. I know. Uh, and then I'm going to take uh, uh, two quick shots into him. Okay. He's about to get exploded even more vigorously. He's, he's about to have a bad time, I'm pretty sure, uh, on account of how, how four health he has. Uh, we'll see. It is a bow. It's he could survive three Actually, hits. like a 50-50 to drop him with an arrow. 
Uh, even with three hits, he could gonna survive three. It's going to be a uh, 23. 23 will hit. Might as well roll both of these because that action's a commitment. Yeah, like you're definitely firing too. And that's going to be a uh, 19. 19 will also hit even through the cover. So you hit two of them. Roll two ones. One and a two will also not kill him. No, it's 11 okay. damage. So the yeah. front guy drops. The front guy went down. He got, he got mad. He has one extra left. Um. Uh, hide again. Uh. <laughs> Poop. <laughs> Aha! Back down into the cover you go. Uh, it's going to be a 27 for self. <laughs> Where'd he go? Where'd those arrows come from? <laughs> Must have been the wind. <laughs> Must have been the wind. Erja, suddenly restored. She takes a step back. Bonk. Like, clearly, <laughs> not having a good time, but neither is she anymore. That's a 19 on the dice. Ooh. So, I'm the moral support. Mm. I, she's I raging. What's the total? That's a That's lot. That's what I'm checking. That might, if she's a raging barbarian, you might very likely crits. Uh, plus nine. 28. 28. 28. Absolutely crits. Yep. Absolutely crits. Great Alrighty. pick. Quit. Great pick. Borrow a crit. D12, please. Absolutely. Oh, I forgot you have a great pick. Mm-hmm. Have a D12. This my is going to be very. Right. I don't have magic, magic weapon. weapon. His vigor has been restored. So we're going to roll the fatal first. Okay, yeah, because that doesn't multiply. Only one. Aww. That's fine. No, that's good. On the fatal. Yeah, that doesn't double. That's the best one to roll one on. For a two. All right, so uh, the most pitiful great pick crit ever. No. I know your last one is pretty unfaced. But it did it's literally more. thirteen. Uh, let's see. So that's six and eight is sixteen seventeen. You rolled two. Or five, ten, two, four, four, fifteen. Okay. 15. Well, you got her, and that's I only one I did action. get her. You crit her. You asserted dominance is what you did. So now. I really thought she was going to explode, and I'm a little yeah. disappointed, but yeah. it's okay. It's it means good. you get to continue your love affair exactly. over here on the corner. 20. Do it. Into a 20. <laughs> Give me the intimidate check. Uh, 18. I mean, that should be. Right. Yeah, that'll do it. Even with your frightened one, because you were seventeen. Yeah, I mean, you were one over on the hit too, so I'm like, it hasn't mattered yet. Okay, that'll do it. She's also frightened one. Yeah, there we go. Another hit. Twenty. 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 Twenties. No, no, that's a three. That'll miss. Watching the Malakot roll is kind of like weird because it looks like it wants to keep going. Like now, three. That's she, what it does. So this uh, lady in the back... It decides what number it's Back barbarian out. sees Hanwe go down, and all of these pebbles hit her, and none of them hit Amka. <laughs> I just lied. And she takes, like, one little step back from you, and with her... She's wielding just, like, one-handed battle axes and freehanding it. She takes her free hand back behind her belt and pulls out this kind of thick, almost squishy, like, hacky sack-looking, dark slicked oil packet. Um, and then she's going to make a will save to throw it at Amka. Don't, please, I beg of you. She's going to get an 11. She's not going to throw it at Amka. Lose the action. sunlight is getting her eyes. Like, and it's too innocent, too innocent. And she's just gonna turn to Virgia and just slam it on you, <laughs> point blank. Uh, um, which is going to be, she hasn't made an attack yet, so it is going to be a 24, which I'm sure just... 23, because she's also frightened one. Yeah. So I'm sure just regular hits you. Uh, and this is going to burst into 
flaming pitch uh, kind of across your Ow. chest here. You are going to take one point of fire damage. She is going to take one point of fire damage. I've and, done this trick before. <laughs> <laughs> and you are on fire now. So, oh, it's an automatic persistent wait, so damage. So if I hug her, is she well, also going to be him. on fire? Through the flames of love, I see. Why? That's how close you hug her, I Why guess. are you trying to flirt with this woman? Because, like, I think it's it's mud wow. wrestling in the burning pitch time. What? <laughs> She's, not, She's not. We have the, it's the other guy now. Uh, the other guy is going to step up around Ozosh to Amka. I'm going to ask at you. kindly. You're going to ask him magically. Uh, <laughs> raises his axe. <laughs> I've been absorbing. Turn back to. <laughs> I've been absorbing the RNG. This is the most money sanctuary I've ever seen in my life. Feed me more of your dice. I can't bring myself to slay something so pathetic. And turn down to Ozash and drop this. Um, you haven't this even is amazing. You got a natural one. <laughs> Ozash, Ozash doesn't even he move his shield at all. I can just insult him. As, as, as he comes out with that, Ozash is like, 23. Like, oh, well. Oh, now you hit me. Now he's mad! <laughs> Shield block. <laughs> oh my god. This is actually a mess. Good job, it only took you four tries. Beautiful fight. Uh, and as he brings the axe you down. You say that, but everybody but me is having, and arguably is having a good time. It's going to be 12 points of slashing damage. I'm going to. Um, so seven, seven after the five of your shield, you and the shield both taking seven. Does that break the shield? What's your shield's hit points? Uh, 10, right? 20. 20. Oh, 20. Okay, so yeah, no, not quite. Big shield. cleave in it, but you're all right. Uh, yeah. You take seven points of damage, and you need a fortitude save as the force you uh, take on the shield impact here. Uh, fortitude, you said? Yes. That's a 17. Is not going to be enough to knock you down toward to the ground. That's good. So I took um, seven, right? Yeah, okay. The, the fortitude save isn't enough, or I... Yeah, his, a seventeen is isn't enough. Standing? He's standing. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, no. He, no, no. Sorry. I'm good. It's the, the the hit is not be enough to knock you to the ground. Yeah, that yeah. was uncool. Okay, okay, I got you. You're good. You're up. Um, Amka the Invincible. <laughs> yes. I am the hearth, and I'll offer you warmth. Please let the wounds heal. Level two heal on her. Woo. So, um, seven plus five, twelve plus sixteen, twenty-eight. Nice. And then I slap, I slap version the back of the head with a one action heal. As a level I'm, one. I'm over there. Not version. Oh, Josh. Okay. I'm, yep. Just D8 health. Yep. Just D8 health. Eight. eight. Nice. Ozosh I was actually literally back. back. I, I like nothing happened. <laughs> well, it's now your turn, Ozosh, because Hanu would be here because she got taken down by these guys. So, Ozosh, it is now a turn of you. Hanu, don't I, die. Well, I appreciate it. Um. Hmm. I this well. Uh. Ozosh is going to simply just kind of peek behind his shield and go back to and a magical fane just pops out of his shield and goes bulk force fane automatically a d4 plus one and what and recharges my spells what this is your magus thing (laughs) four five damage five force damage this kills the man he just just goes and he just drops And my spell and my spell strike is recharged, but I'm not able to focus points. He just crumples onto the ground. He's like, what? <laughs> um, this is the funniest fight ever. This fight's amazing. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that was it. 
Virta, you got the elder one. <laughs> I'll take that as He's yeah. on fire. In the distance. <laughs> uh, That's I will everywhere. use yeah, my like next action to go across the river and get as close as possible to the other guys and have my shield up as my okay, last Okay, you can action. get like... 5, 15, 20... 25. Yeah, that's, yep. yep. And then I'll have my shield up for the next round. All right, and as you approach, uh, Hanwi <laughs> awake on the ground now, suddenly feeling much better. So a Han lot of pebbles around you. Eyes kind of pop open, blood still stream, have like just caking her hair and her face. And she gets a little feral. Uh, she kind of grits her teeth. Um, Charge another one. A little bit, a little bit like her, her teeth get actually unnaturally pointy. Her eyes start to slit and flare silver. That's so hot. And she's gonna roll over and extend her body and just just growl as she becomes a snow leopard. Oh my god, I'm wow. Okay. This is why Hanoi is my favorite. Wow. Okay. Wow. She's going to dash across the stream, charging up at them. Um, Aram, sorry, she's got a speed of 40. Aram now. is so in love. <laughs> so that's going to be a five. So going 15. up the ridge is like a jump or a climb check, but there are two of them very on the ground. Perfectly fine. Uh, I think you could get all the way to here. To we'll here? Say that's good for me. The point is it's close, but not quite there. Yep. Um, and they are going to see you transform into a snow leopard and run at them. The two on the ground, terror fills their eyes uh, <laughs> as they reload their empty slings and quickly <laughs> sling two bullets down towards you. Look at this. Why? <laughs> so that I, so that like, it's confirmed that I'm not just saying things. I only know I do love you. Well, thank you, but you got two twenties. I rolled two twenties. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, fair enough. <laughs> please stop. Um, please, temporary hit points, save me. I mean, there are sling crits, so we have <laughs> that going for us, which is nice. Um, yeah, they I didn't. mean, I'm over here taking barbarian crits, and I'm still standing. You'll, I am a tiny fine. little druid. You're a snow It's literally leopard. a I'm total a of 12. It's <laughs> 12 total bludgeoning damage. So Remember, you took five They're hits. slaying crits. Um, so they actually, like, hit her right in the head and, like, just bounce off and shatter and just little stagger a little bit, but just kind of keeps charging. And then both those two drop their slings and pull the spears off of their back and kind of like brace and ready for this cat demon that is charging at you. <laughs> Snow leopards are very fuzzy. Two up top are going back to their job. Their job is hit the Amka. Maybe. Are they not allowed to attack Amka anymore? One of them isn't and he died. No, I'm like or, right now. No, it's uh, 23 and 23. I think they both okay. are. They, they both go through. And the attack roll is actually identical, so it is 18 and 16. Um, those both, both, don't, both don't hit. tell me those both. They both hit. 16. 16. Cloistered cleric. <laughs> That's why sanctuary is here. That's why, we have yeah, sanctuary. That's why I have <laughs> sanctuary. And there's a reason. Why I'm alive. My AC is my is my spell DC. <laughs> What's the range on a sling? Like 120, uh, 50. Damn. It's not that big, but it's 50. Uh, okay. It's like it's a solid. It's, def it's this encounter. It's way better like, than produce flame. <laughs> they got big, beefy arms that they're slinging with. Yeah, it's pretty good. They're like they're not big range weapons, but it's 50. That's why Sorks love reach. I was thinking 20 feet or something. No, you take nine all points all of bludgeoning damage from the two. If it was, if you were, if that was the range, I'd just be throwing javelins. Yeah. yeah. The reason they're not throwing javelins is the range. Um, two more well saves as they. No, they couldn't because they had to start loading. They had to load up their things. They slung them, and they're both going to get greater cover, the two up on the ridge behind the rocks. The woes of reload one fighters. <laughs> Arum. 
arm. As he, he reappears from the mystery dimension. Prairie dog in it. Is absolutely. Is absolutely not going to touch the love fest that is going on over there. <laughs> that is none of my business, and I want nothing to do with it. Um, but does see I've had more success than you with Hanwe. My <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the end of the show, everybody. <laughs> and Aram dies. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I'll get you, Virgil! <laughs> New prey. <laughs> the guy in front of Hanwi. Okay, I'll just say the, yeah, the one near the bottom, sure. And then uh, two quick uh, shots. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. Is everyone going feral? Uh, th- th- that one goes Arum's wild. Arum, I'm just embarrassed. Arum, Arum is <laughs> red. Yeah, Henry's a little feral right now. A little feral. Just a little bit. And another five is just Very out of control. It's so distracting. One action left. Hide. Uh, hide. Okay, roll your. I'm just you hide. No one's leaving looking at you. Uh, Virgil. Cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Everyone's got their own thing going on. Virgil. I'm gonna give you a wild guess as to what's about that. Is it hit the lady? Three swings. Okay. <laughs> uh, not one. <laughs> An eight, which turns into a three. An eleven, <laughs> and then fishing for a twenty. Seven. Uh, so don't, roll. Don't, don't don't end it so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> this is foreplay. You're still on fire. He's roll. a sixty-minute oh, yeah. man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Three. You are going to take four points of fire damage oh, no. at the end of the turn as you continue burning, and this woman in front of you, uh, as you two are just. Absolutely wilding on each other down here. <laughs> just, is that the fourth round? <laughs> yes, like that. it is. I it's ridiculous. You two just standing here, yep. swinging back and forth. There's no way I'm, I'm touching that. And she is absolutely just going equally as wild. Uh, 26, doing a little bit better hit. with the axe. Uh, eight points of slashing damage. Still have not rolled past the 50th percentile. We'll get there. This is the greatest. I mean, it's the reason this fight's lasting so long. 18. You're no longer frightened, so that's not going to do it. That's nope. a 19. And not a 20. Hey. So <laughs> Another round. Sitting here going nuts on each other. It's now just wordless flailing. Papa top As you're both again. just hacking away. Amka. Amka is going to run downstream just to be in range of everyone around. You're going to look back at Verja and you're doing great, Virgia. Don't don't let her stop you, and do another heal on him. She is just getting hit a lot. So I'm covered in a lot of very large 26. wounds and just not, not anymore. You feel no very warm. Yeah, he's on fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> warmer. Yeah, the fire somehow. heats up and it cauterizes the wound. Oh, Zosh. Thought that was love. I am going I'm to uh, move up to where I'm at least next to, if not in front of Hanwi. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to line myself up. And uh, I'm going to go ahead 20, and... 25. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fusk Shockwave on all the little dudes. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Um, Shockwave's so dead. 15-foot cone? Yeah. Yep. yep. I'll let it get... It gets three. I'll let it get the guy around the edge of the ridge. So it'll be the three of them that are right there, and that's a reflex save? If yes, it critically sir. fails, can uh, you fall 16 down the is the DC. <laughs> um, we have an 11. 
which is the second one, so the one that you're not adjacent to. Uh, the one nearest you is 18, the one up top is 26. So, so flat-footed. Flat-footed, flat-footed. They're both regular successes. Uh, the 26 26 is correct. Oh, so nothing. Fine, yeah, so. he's up yeah, on top 20, of the okay. yeah, yeah. So dice, one of them is not The dice know what's going on. But yeah, the guy up top is completely fine. The one in front of you is flat-footed, and the one a little bit further back is on the ground. It's flat-footed, is on the ground, yeah. Yep. And that is all I can do. After I knock him down, like, Hanwee, if, you, if you can get back up. Uh, Hanwi is just gonna sprint for this guy that's down. That's um, weak prey. Boy, he's gone feral. You oh, no. We lost <laughs> her. You, you did this. We lost her. You did this. No, the dice did this. <laughs> no, the, the dice, dice have done so much in this the battle. The dice did this. <laughs> Can I, the I dice her? have told so many stories Such a great this story. Um, I just want to pet her. Wow. Uh, that's a that's a two on the die. That's not gonna. Well, I don't know. He's down. I don't know. And it's a, it's a it's a little guy. Uh, that's an eleven. Not quite that. Bad. Not quite. Uh, follow not up bad. with a claw to rake. There you go. That's better. Yeah, let's see, agile is nice, but uh, that's a sixteen. Sixteen. Absolutely hit him while he's laying on the ground there. Beautiful. Get him in the toesies. <laughs> uh, eleven points of slashing. What damage die is this? It's a D ten plus one. You're a whole ass snow leopard. I'm a whole ass snow leopard. I thought you were like a tiny snow no. leopard. No. I am a medium like sized snow leopard. Like an ocelot kind of thing. No, no. 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 Shape. That dude's dead. You just ripped that guy apart. He's not alive anymore. Thank um, you, Hanway. <laughs> rip into him. The sound of his flesh zippering. And we have the two up top. Terrified. Who are going to load their slings, make some will saves. One pass, one fail. They're doing good. One rock down towards Omka is a nine. They're they're seeing the tide turning. The fear is kind of coming through them. Um, one rock is going to go down from the one, I guess, on the ledge here, just take the shockwave towards Hanwi. Hanwi, the giant 20 magnet. Um, <laughs> we can't hit the one with magic on him. Pelt the yeah. snow leopard. Invincible. <laughs> Invincible, literally natural 20 to every single hit. Hanwei's my favorite. Uh, for six points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah. Ooh, sling crit. See, I can heal Hanwei if Hanwei goes down. I can't heal me. Hanwei's just mad. Yeah, and the one that is there that has a spear out now is less mad and more of afraid uh, and is going to swing at you. Um, it hasn't actually come up yet because I've been mass rolling, but getting critically hit by these slings from the, this group here does kind of knock you a little bit off balance. You are flat-footed. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, to the spear attacks from this kind of panicked defender on the ground who was thrusting away almost defensively. Just stay away, please. All right. Um, 20, dirty 20, uh, dirty 20. <laughs> uh, normal hit. It's going to be... I rolled the wrong die, which is the first time that I actually rolled, because everything's been D8s except the slings, it's the first time I actually rolled above a four, and it's the wrong die. Oof. And uh, it's going to be five points of piercing damage. Getting all above a four. Okay. Uh, Hanwi is a uh, black, white, and red leopard. Like a newspaper. Second swing. Uh, four on the die. No way that's going to hit you with a multiple attack penalty. Dodge uh, away. Third swing. They are just going to send it. Anyone to fish for 20, is it be Hanwi? Yeah. Not this time, though. With an 11 on the die, definitely not happening. Aram. Aram comes up back from the bush again. <laughs> Peekaboo. <laughs> blink, blink. Uh, there is one guy sitting there in front of uh, Hanwi that he can most definitely see. Yep. Uh, I mean, the, the ridge is probably like six feet. 
So you can see the one that's on the edge of the ridge too, for sure. Uh, he's my prey then. Okay. I'm gonna take the guy on the edge of the ridge. Uh, mark him as my prey. And uh, I'm gonna take two quick shots uh, at him. I'm hoping to get him to fall off the edge of the ridge. He that would not be... have an action to take cover because he lost it to Sanctuary, so. Yes, that was the goal. Cover. Uh, uh, it's gonna go wild. That was a four. This whole fight is a masterpiece. They called off and it's a, a, seven. Oh, a seven. Environmental it, storytelling. Thirteen. <laughs> That's a thirteen. Definitely not gonna hit. Uh, but it's okay because I have uh, I have another shot. That's we accurate. can do it. Minus How many six. arrows have we shot in this fight? Not as many as you uh, would think, actually. Three thirteen. Per round. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're like fifteen. <laughs> we're just belting. No, because I've been hiding. That's why it's three. Yeah, not but you're four. still That's right. Hundred shot. Yeah. yeah. Come on. The Your springboard dice train is back. That's a 15. Minus no, six. that's a nine. Well, maybe. That's a 17. Uh, with the, uh, he's not, he didn't get the take cover, but he still has regular cover from being mm. behind the racks, and that's going to kind of back glance off, and then I assume you crouch back down. Yes. Verja, the tale is old as time. <laughs> I, 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 I don't he doesn't want it to end. He is having the greatest mm -hmm. time of his life. Um, maybe. 16. <gasps> no. Uh, that's literally one off. That's a nine. So it's a negative that's one. A 12. Yeah. Her turn. Her turn. Stupidest fight. I love it. Are you guys still on fire? Eight. Oh, yeah. yeah you're still yeah, on you're fire. Yeah, you're still on fire. Not 20. Not 20. Not, I'm not no longer burning. Anymore. Two points of fire damage, but then uh, just the ferocity of the pair of your swings. The air is enough to quench most of this fire, this tornado of passionate rage. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only sure, one let's go with ever that. loved. <laughs> she is going to get a 24. Uh huh. Oof. That's just flirting. Nine points of slashing damage. Uh huh. She is going to get. Uh, 16. Uh-huh. And a 7. And a 20, actually, Ooh. on the third one. Six, uh, 19 Ooh. on the die. It's going to hit me for, like, 6 damage. 9. Ooh. Ooh. She has literally, as many times as she hit you, I have not rolled above 4 on any DA yep. at any point. Um, you're having That's a... That's okay. This, we haven't rolled... You are having a has. great time We here. haven't rolled she above like, ones on our DAs. over 100 yeah. damage She me. is getting, like, hacks on you. They're catching you. You're getting the blade of this bone battle axe. Well, Amka's just healing you. You're just a beefy dude. You're both very... Uh, you're both moderately injured and mad enough that it's not bothering you at all, Amka. I believe that's round six. <laughs> How's Hanoi look? Uh, a red... A black, white, and red leopard. Okay, um... By the light of the sun, please yeah. don't go down again. You're getting the last. Here, kitty, kitty. Ooh. We ran the clearing all the way out of heel smells. <laughs> yeah, I have four just sitting. Um... Nine plus sixteen to twenty-five. Rocking. Uh, I'm full. You got one action left. Um. Yeah, don't forget, clerics have an extra bonus pool. And we went through the whole bucket on <laughs> yeah. this encounter. <laughs> this is an intense encounter. Um, no, it's not. The dice say it is. The, this is the not dice just, an intense. I mean, encounter. it's a pretty. That was pretty good. Like, decent encounter. Five like, slingers. I'm gonna move back. Like I'm not rolling good. So like, I can see the other barbarian. He could be far more threatening. I am not rolling good. Ozash. Not rolling good has crit me six times. Your AC is 19. It's not hard to do. <laughs> I'm getting very tired of this so-called, you know, spout of nonsense. 
I'm gonna just swing at the guy right in front of me. He's just busy trying to spear this leopard off of his feet. Uh, that is a 21. 21 will hit him. I'm getting there. Just a regular axe. Ax him a question. Axe him a question, that is for sure. That is going to be eight slash. He's down. Bam. The left is he fell the horizon thunder sphere saves. And then it's enough to finish him up. After that one's down, you just kind of, you little visibly see Ozash go. Oh, yeah. I still have to deal with you two. Fine. You you can't kill all of us. <laughs> uh, watch me. Deep did it. Lightning arc. <laughs> <laughs> and because I'm uh, level three, it's a heightened cantrip, too. It's um, two reflex save. One pass, one fail. For sure. Uh, 2d4 plus one. Electric. It's electric. Six, seven damage. Amongst the two. Seven damage is actually going to bring the one that failed. The one at the back is going to fall to this. The Zap. one on the front taking three and just barely on the edge. This is a certified. I just kind of after that, I just look at Hunley. <laughs> after the shocking uh, spell, and, like, I just kind of looked at me. I'm like, go get your dinner. I need athletics or an acrobatics to get up the cliff face here. It's not super hard, but it is just like an action. You're also a snow leopard. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's actually really. It's, leopards are pretty athletic, actually. So right. let's I see what I can get. Uh, that's a 16 to get yeah, up the cliff. You hop up the side of this cliff. A uh, quick scramble puts you up next to this barely clinging to life person here. Um, and uh, a little glint of feral intelligence will kind of flicker in this snow leopard's uh, eye, and she's going to kind of pounce back and then pounce forward, <clears throat> but instead of with a jaw attack, it's going to be a headbutt just to smash him with a non-lethal headbutt. Ooh, okay. Okay, uh, it's minus two for non-lethal, right? Yes. Okay, so well, that's going to go to uh, 21. Okay, yeah, it's going to hit regardless of Bonk. what the non-lethal penalty is. Uh, that's going to land for sure. Uh, that's going to be seven, eight points of non-lethal damage. And eight, as you knock the wind out of this uh, slinger up top, uh, send him tumbling down to the earth unconscious. You have an action left? Um, Per? She's going to kind of like <laughs> stretch flex and stand back up on two legs and just laugh up into the air, like absolutely Arr, laughing Arr, maniacally. I'm scared. Verja, I'm sorry. I can't let this go on any longer. I gave you your minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been a minute. <laughs> Mark her as my prey. Pew pew. Take two Beautiful. shots at her. This is actually, I mean, you got a bunch of figures on here. Yeah. So yeah it can yeah. turn to a real battle. Uh, is she getting cover? She has. Uh, she getting uh, lesser cover because. Yeah. No, she's not. Verge is in the way. Oh, just kidding. Well, now. Does it shoot through? Oh, no. Press on. Tell the turn ignore penalties. This is not a condition. You oh, have it's no not a condition? Oh. Uh, what? Literally already asked him. said no. That's like everything in the deck. Yeah, if you have oh, something like if you're frightened or you have something that's giving you a negative modifier to anything, you ignore all that. Okay, well, that's going to be a uh, 24. Yeah, definitely going to. Let me math real quick. Because <laughs> you're, you're hidden, so she's flat footed. Raging. Oh, it's not going to crit, but just barely. It's literally going to be one off critting. Actually, uh, two off because lesser cover. I am. Mm. And um, that's going to be uh, 21. 
Oh, to hit. Yes. Yeah. I was like, okay. what? Mm-hmm. Happened? No, no, no. <laughs> minus three. It still hits. Oh, yeah, sorry. Minus three. Minus. Sorry. I was very confused. 18. A, like, I'm sorry. Things, so I was doing regular math and didn't subtract. Yeah. No, so good. two they hits? Both, they both hit. Okay. Uh, it's going to be 11 points of damage. Ooh, two good arrows. And she is, she goes to swing, is going to catch one and catch the other and drop down to one knee uh, before going to push herself back up. She's not down, but she has, I would say, uh, she's looking like about a two. Uh, uh, so I'm going to take one more shot at her. Sorry, Verge. Didn't mean to steal the glory. Land a hit and do one damage. <laughs> <laughs> do it. No. no Land no. hit first. Well, Got too excited. Verge. Uh, she gets knocked down, takes these two arrows. Moment of clarity, so I can attack non-lethally. I don't need to. I'm doing it because I want to. You do it. She just, he wants her. So that is a 14. Not quite. Okay. Uh, 15. (laughs) Slowly getting better? Nope. That's it, because... Actually, moment. you don't need the moment of clarity to attack on lethal. No, you can just do that, yeah. I mean, you can do it for flavor, but you can definitely just yeah. take a third swing. Three. <laughs> Becomes a two. And then she takes these two arrows and she's down. It kind of surges back up with a battle axe. You do what you will. I'll take at least one of you with me. And <laughs> Except you won't. <laughs> You're taking like 100 points. Natural 20. Mm-hmm. Hey. I've actually gotten a lot of 20s on this fight, to be yeah. fair. It's, but the damage, when the damage rolls are absolute potato, it doesn't make a humongous difference. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm in the upper 50th percentile. 24 points of slashing she damage. Took me down. She chops, surges up, quartered animal, and one big strike knocks Virgia down unconscious. It to only the floor. took about 145 total damage. And then she is going to look up, see Ampka, and in just this screaming rage, charge forward, axe overhead, throw herself at Ampka, and fail the will save. And so- <laughs> just walk over like... This is the greatest sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna reach out and just kind of caress her face with a produced flame. <laughs> You're like fire. See, this is why I don't attack with an back. Hey, that breaks sanctuary. It does bring sanctuary. I punch her. <laughs> no. You just kind of eh. hits her. You are nothing. I am nothing. So are you. Ozash is even across the river watching this. He, you I, legit. You, I got this, Ozash. You stay up there. There's nothing left over there. Leap tier. <laughs> is this electric arc? Yep. 22. It yeah, passes. Pass. Yeah. You've got to roll. You do the you damage. Half, you half, do damage. Damage. half damage. Oh, half damage. Yeah, damage. 2d4 plus one. Yep. Minimum one. Uh, that is <laughs> seven. Two. So you, you are nothing, neither are you. You are not! <laughs> and you, it's just the laziest like lightning arc that he could do, even. And she pulls his axe back up and just drops face down on the ground and drops her axe. Oh. Somebody after, go get after. Verja up. That was a good time. 
Hanwi, are you done being What a Michael? freaking brawl! I am sure BRNG. I look sort of live from Persia. Just oh my well. god! Yeah, that is the most ridiculous fight ever. This is why it's just annual. That was so much fun. This is why we play the D twenty games. Oh wow! But the dice—they tell a better story. The dice can tell a better story than we can. That was so much fun. Is this last? That was six crits on just me. (laughs) The burning man. I I rolled. Six on you, three on her. I took like two felt like more, yeah. Four, yeah. sorry, you four ate, on you. Four natural twenties. Yeah. You ate four yeah. natural twenties. Like, to be fair, I, I don't even think that's above average with how many freaking d20s I rolled in that fight. I don't even think that's out of like. Well, here's the, the thing: you made up deviation. with damage what you rolled in d20s. I don't even think I did because the damage was terrible. That's what I mean. Like for as well the as the dice were, the, the hits were average. You're getting hit by seven people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get 20s. <laughs> like, it's gonna happen. Statistically, almost one a turn if they're all attacking twice. Yeah. But oh man, that's gonna be it for us today, yes. everyone. Next week, Oof. we will pick up oh my in God. the aftermath of this battle Oof. at the pass. An absolute slugfest. What a great way to Oof. introduce level three. Oof. Oh, I got to use all my new things. I got to get a smoke after that one. Holy crap. <laughs> uh, for future reference, prepare more hills at level Thanks 2. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Thanks Thank for being you. here. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'll see you next week. Oh, my week. God. Good night, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. Good night.